This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Hello, Hobie listeners. September 22nd through the 24th, we will be at the Cincinnati Comic Expo at the Duke Energy Convention Center in Cincinnati, Ohio. You should be there. Not only will Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo be there, but also from the Red Wedding in Game of Thrones, David Bradley will be there. So, bring a sword. Walter Gray. Ben Peter will be there from Face Off. And a hell of a nice guy, too. And Jason Isaacs. Everybody loves Jason Isaacs. Oh, yeah. If you're a Harry Potter fan, he was uh, Lucius Malfoy. He was uh, he was in the Peter Pan movie. I remember that. That was good. Uh, also, Dirk Manning from Nightmare World, the comic book. Uh, Wallace Shawn is going to be there. Inconceivable! Uh, Kurt Wood will be there from the Oh Yeah Comics. Also, Scoot McMahon from Oh Yeah Comics. Gotta love Oh Yeah Comic. Jay Fosgett. He is Dev, Dev's friend, so we'll give him some slack. But everyone loves him. And many, many more. That's September 22nd through September 24th. You can go to the Cincinnati Comic Expo to get your tickets. And when you're there, look for Hobie. Please note the thoughts, opinions, jokes, and every other bad taste that the guest and the host of Hobie, a.k.a. the History of Bad Ideas, is of their own, is not associated with any companies they may work for, any firms they work with, any advertisers, or anybody else in general. Remember, it's just a joke. History of Bad Ideas, episode number 182. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. I'm Blake. Yay! Yay. Thank you to listening to our professional amateur podcast. We are the professional amateurs. We are professional amateurs. There's some professional professionals out there, but they can't do it like us. They can't do it amateur style like no, we do. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, um, I don't mean to interrupt, but yeah. uh-huh. I'm an amateur professional. Oh, well, aren't you just we, we're, we're in a different uh, category. Uh, yeah, different union and everything all together. Oh, well, I we see. don't want your union. Blake and I are scabs. Wait a minute. Right, <laughs> Where is scab Blake? Where's scab Blake at? I don't know. A.K.A. Dr. Bednar. <laughs> yeah, A.K.A. I don't know where he is. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, welcome to the pre-4th of July party. Podcast party. Yay. Woo-hoo. Happy birthday, America. 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 Uh, we are going to have a... No no offense to our uh, nerdly UK folk. Nope, nerdly.co.uk. Although you should really look at us as if as if we're your little cousins that did pretty well. Yes, yes. We eventually you know. beat you in the game of basketball on the playground. 
That's right. So, go America! But you still have soccer. I mean, football. Eh, they got rugby, don't they? Yeah. Or is that Australian? That's uh, more Australian. It's all over the place, but football. it's actually popular, football. more popular in Australia. And so what's the popular rug- sport in England? Rugby. In UK. Football. football. Soccer? Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, Jeff and I were talking about this. We were out this week, this yes. weekend. Uh, we went to a uh, Top Golf establishment. I don't know if you've ever been there. It's what, my what? wife's birthday. You're talking about putt-putt golf? No, 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 no. A top putt-putt golf I'm establishment? Really I'm really good at putt-putt. A top miniature golf establishment? No, it's How many windmills golf. did you have to putt through? Three, and then I hit the clown's nose off. Yeah. Fucking no clown. <laughs> no, it's just a big driving range that you aim at different targets. So oh, my see. wife wanted to go because we didn't have the kids for a couple hours. Is so that she's the place like, off of I-75? It's in Westchester, yes. Yeah, I know That's exactly. a local thing. Sorry, guys, for everyone else. <laughs> People that don't live in Cincinnati who know me, who have driven I-75 mm-hmm. uh, north of Cincinnati or coming south, have texted me about that place. And they think it's like, well, that's pretty awesome. I'm like, yeah, it does look pretty awesome. You know, they have like over 50 of those locations throughout the country. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. It's it's like a three story driving range. Driving range, but they you have with, beer, food. Uh, they do yeah. training classes it's there like too. It's like an entertainment center yes. with a porch that you drive balls off. And you have uh, lots of different locations. Uh, there's giant nets, and it's you can't miss it. But uh, you have lots of targets, and you have these games. So even if you're not good at golf. Like, my wife is not good at it, but she was able to get into the targets. And none of us game. that was there was good at uh, it. Excuse me, I did awesome. Be- one game. <laughs> because, well, one, we were also playing the hit the ball wherever it goes. If it goes in a hole, it scores. Yes. Like giant, slop, pull. These 20 you know? by 20 holes. Mm-hmm. If it goes, it goes 20 in. 20 by 20. Yeah. I've got a hole in one. I think even the farther ones are even bigger than that. Yes. But anyways, uh, now, I, now I forgot it. my story. Well, fuck it. <laughs> I don't we know were, we were at Top Golf. Oh and- yes, and we were t- uh, we saw a commercial for it's seventy five days until NFL uh, kickoff, and I thank looked at God. Jeff and I go, Ooh, "Thank goodness." Do we even care? That means less than that for fantasy drafts. I know, but I looked at Jeff. I was like, "Do we care that football starting up again?" Yeah, because I need to waste my Sundays on something. I mean, I still keep it on in the background's noise, but I'm just not into NBA it. NBA just doesn't do it. No. Oh, no. wait, they start up in like, what, three weeks? Hey. The, <laughs> the finals just ended two weeks ago, right? The big three just started yet last night. Did so you I, see that? I, no, but I've heard an awful lot about Ice it. Ice Cube's uh, thing. Exactly. It's awesome. Three-on-three three basketball. Does Ice Cube, like, rap in the middle of it? I think or so. Or in between games? I think it's Ice Cube, or is it Ice Tea? It's Ice Cube. Yeah, I have no clue. Okay, it's Ice one of them. Cube. It's Cube. I always get those two confused. I think it's I the don't. I just can't get it's the names. Easy. Right. It's their first name is Ice. Yeah, and I get him them confused with Vanilla Ice too. Mm-hmm. I don't no, know. No, you don't. Nah, that's true. Rip Van Winkle or whatever his name. Rob is. Van Winkle. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> he sleeps a lot. But anyways, it was three on three. Yeah. And they were showing the highlights last. Uh, mm-hmm. I was looking at the highlights before we started today. Yeah. Three, three v three, first to sixty wins. Got to win by two. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, okay. There's no halves. There's no quarters. No nothing. It's okay. Just, it's yeah. half court. Yeah. Uh, basketball. Oh lord. And it's a lot of retired. Like uh, last night, Jason Williams, who's forty one years old, he tore his ACL in the first game. <laughs> So <laughs> they don't think he's coming back. He didn't this train season. well enough. No, for it, no. Uh, but it is kind of funny to watch. Allen Iverson is a coach and a player, so that's a positive sign. That fits his ego perfectly. Yes, it does. Practice? And there's a four- practice. Did they have any practice? I mean, did they practice? They had a draft, yeah. and my thought was, I actually, how would you like to not actually, get drafted on this team? 
Yeah, actually, I heard AI was pretty horrible. So apparently, he needed more practice. <laughs> well, there's a four point circles around you can yeah. shoot at. And uh, it was really, really not good basketball. It was basically over the hill guys playing pickup games up at the park. Well, that's yeah. exactly what it sounds like. Yes. That's what it is. Four point circles? Yes. Oh, yeah. they're farther out than three points. Actually, it would be I funny would if they were so. layups. Yeah. <laughs> Layup! <laughs> but yeah, uh, it was not good. I watched the highlights. The only positive part, Gus Johnson is doing the announcing for some of the games. Yeah, I heard some excerpts of him. Yeah, he's pretty funny. Yeah, I he love Gus good. Johnson. So, I'm assuming there's a lot of defense played in these games. No. 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 What? <laughs> no, there isn't. <laughs> oh, what I saw there was a one. Jason Williams, before his injury, so, so basically, was just standing there with yeah. his arms out. <laughs> So basically, it's a washed-up NBA All-Star game. Yes. (laughs) All offense, no D. But the game ended last night on a free throw. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The one game ended on a free throws. It's like, well, that's exciting. And you don't even have to go up and down the court because you said it was only half court. Yes. (laughs) You toss it in. Yeah, like we said, these are old washed-up guys. Yeah, but that that's fine if you want to go out on the playground and play, but why the fuck are you televising it across the whole country? Well, that's, that's the whole deal. It's like, this is mostly, like, playground thing. You they know, got a 50. lot of people yeah, I, I play understand. more three-on-three than they do full five-on-five full court. And I understand if you want is, to play it. Is that they'll draw more teams and more people and players into this league. That aren't playing in the NBA or college. So they're actually trying to get people that are maybe younger, just not in uh, ah, NBA. Yeah, you got, you got to start with the old washed-up dudes To get first, the name recognition. To get the name recognition and try and build up a fan base. Uh, the funny if you were an NBA team, would you take someone that was doing good on one of these teams, having no proof that he could even play no. on a five-person team? No. I think you do a tryout. They have the NBA Developmental League. Yeah, they, the G League. Yeah. They don't even call I it think. a B League. They call it the G League. Well, because Gatorade sponsors it. That's why. Oh, is that what it's yeah. called now? Yeah. Is that the minor league ba- basketball? It, developmental basketball. Yeah. yeah. Quote, you know, the minor league basketball is uh, paid for by your public and private college institutions. <laughs> Down the hall. <laughs> Actually, no, that's not. That's true. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, they had it in Brooklyn, and they had two or three games going last night, even though yeah. they, they're different teams uh, from different cities. We don't have one in Cincinnati yet, unfortunately. <laughs> yet. <laughs> yet. But anyways, they had 15,000 at the Barclays Center. I think, I think it'd be great if we had like a 60-year-old Oscar Robertson out there. <laughs> He's like Cincinnati. 70 now. I think that's a little bit older. Well, Kenyon Martin was playing. You yeah. know, He's uh, from University of Cincinnati. Ruben on. Patterson did not make the team. Oh. From the XUC player for the yeah. old school. Did he, uh, little he did not declare himself eligible? Yes. He did not get drafted. Was then, Ron Harper from uh, old Miami U? Oh, Ron Harper. Was he out there? <laughs> well, here's the best no. part. Any so, Xavier players. Here's the best part. I'm just wondering. Grant Hill. Was the X-Man there? <laughs> Wasn't Grant Hill X? Xavier? Grant Hill was Duke. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. You're thinking Brian Grant? Brian Grant, that's right. Um, no, the best part is, though, Ruben Patterson, okay, look him up, guys. He's a UC player, not to go too local here, but he did have play in the NBA a lot, and uh, he was a good journeyman. Here's the best part. He didn't get drafted, so they had another draft for the guys that didn't get drafted to be bench players. Yay. <laughs> and I'm like, A bench yay. player draft. Yes. Yay. Did Nicky Van Exel get in on this? I don't know. I don't know. Nick Van Exel had a hell of a career for basketball. He did well with the Lakers. He had, he had an all-star name. season once. He did. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was the thing. Um, I do have a, co- a competition. 
Now, this is something to think about. All right. My Literally. coworker came up with this, and I thought this was a brilliant idea. This is a little sports-related still, because uh, we talk everything on this. And now this is for the listeners, too. Send in. Each week we'll do a position. He wants you to know. He wants, and we were talking about this, what you have to make a baseball team based on players that played during your lifetime. So it has to be during my lifetime? During your lifetime. So that may vary for different people. And you have to do two at each position. Your best best players at each position. So we're specifically going a right field and a left field and a center field. And we're starting with catcher. I thought this was fun. And we're not allowed to pick the same people or No, you can. Oh, okay. You can. It's no it's not even really competition. It's just a friendly talk. And it's a good thing. I feel like you could do you could do some damage with some beers at a bar and talking about this for about 6 hours. Uh, oh yeah, you could. And so we talked for about 40 minutes while we went to get lunch about this. And I thought this was a good topic for the podcast. So, if you're out there listeners, we are out there, but if you're uh if you're a sports fan, set tweet us at bad ideas podcast who you would have for your catchers. Two catchers. So, are we doing this now? We can do it if you want to. My picks for catcher cuz I already have a head start. Yeah. Johnny Bench and Pudge Rodriguez. Those are my two catchers. I'm definitely picking Pudge Rodriguez. I'm pitching. Yeah, I, I would take Pudge because of his nickname. Oh, good call. <laughs> good call. But Johnny Bench, fuck that guy. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter because it was a big argument between so me and my coworker because he wanted Pete whore. Rose. He wanted Pete Rose for a position. It's I a said, fuck that guy. Whore. Fuck yeah, Pete anyway. Rose. What position do you take Pete Rose for? Uh, second? No. No, no, no. Third. Third. Okay. Third. He took him and Mike Schmidt. But anyways, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Oh, wait a minute. Catcher. Johnny Bench did do the baseball bunch, didn't he? He did, he did yes. So he did do some good community work. Yes. All right, so. I thought that was a fun topic, though. Do, are you, do you agree? Disagree? It's a fun little well, conversation. I think, like, maybe Carlton Fisk. Yeah. Oh, God. not You cannot diss Johnny Bench and then take P- Pudge Fisk. Pudge Fisk? That's his nickname, too. Oh, is it? Yeah. I never knew that. Okay. Well, I did not know that. Because he was nowhere near as good as Johnny Bench. It wasn't even close. He just might have played longer because he was stubborn. Okay. I mean, that's what I'll give you. <laughs> he was stubborn. Okay. I mean, if you want to take Mike Piazza, I won't argue that. But Ooh, would you? Um, Piazza ended his career at third base, didn't he? So did Johnny Bench. Yeah, well, so they're not true catchers. Stop it. That's the stupidest argument ever. They didn't play catch for their entire career. So then most people aren't true whatever position they were at. Well, here you go. Um, you got other ones. You got Benito Santiago. You got Sandy Alomar Jr. Some different names that we threw I'll out there. i take Sandy Alomar Jr. Well, I know you would. So you're taking Sandy <laughs> Alomar and Pudge Rodriguez? That's your team? Yep. Strictly just for the nickname. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so we're all agreeing on, on Ivan Rodriguez. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I like right. that. I like that one. So just something to think about. Tweet us at Bad Ideas Podcast. Who are you taking, Jeff? Hey, wait a minute. Wasn't Yogi Berra a catcher? Did he play he during was, your lifetime? He... I don't think he was no, playing No, not during my lifetime. Yeah, you got to be during okay. your lifetime. Because, you know, we took away, like, everybody would pick Ty Cobb, you know. Big, Roy Campanella. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of them. We're like, okay. So we did during your lifetime. Who are you going with, Jeff? I think I'm, I think I'm taking the same as you, Jack. Okay. You're taking Bench and Pudge? Bench and Pudge. Okay. Okay, so if you guys are interested in that, go to at Bad Ideas Podcast and let us know who your baseball fans uh, players are. So. This week we're discussing catchers. catchers. Next week we will discuss first base. First base. Hal Morris, baby. Hal Morris. No, no. Going from the two to the one. That's right. Uh, so 
I mean the two three. Two to the three. three. Yeah. Two yeah. to the three. Uh, let's do up down for the week. Blake, what are you up on? One thing you're up on, one thing you're down on. It's a tough one. Where you I have a with? couple, but I'll 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 start with preacher because I know you want to talk about that. So you're up on preacher. Yes. Okay. I saw uh, both uh, premiere episodes this mm-hmm. weekend because they had a special Saturday night. No Sunday and night. A Sunday night. Sunday night. Monday night. They had a special Sunday night, Monday night. Yeah, yes. like I said. Yes. Uh, Monday night is the new sh- uh, time period for it. Oh, okay. Yeah, Fear of the Walking Dead's on Sundays, and now Preacher's going to be on Monday. Oh. I can't believe AMC's actually going different, like actually putting another show on different night than Sunday. Well, you figure, well, you can't put them back to back because you got to have a stupid show that talks about the episode you just watched. Talking Preacher was yes. on last night. Why? Why are we doing talking shows I after know, it was at the end. It was at the end of the, the second show. Is that your down? That could be my down this week. <laughs> Fucking talking preacher. Come on, people. Yeah, really. Uh, so, did you like preacher? <clears throat> yes, I did. Actually, um, if you're queasy, the uh, premiere episode for season two was a little graphic violence. Yes, yes. But uh, I did like a lot of the uh, art. Di- it, like I raved in the uh, first season, I like a lot of the uh, art direction that's included in the in the. In the TV show, for example, when they did the car chase scene, you notice it went to like vintage 1978 mm-hmm. millimeter film. Yes. So, it, and it's kind of suiting, kind of suiting for that because the car that Tulip drives is a uh, what throwback to the 70s. What car was that? I can't remember. Pinto. No, it's not a Pinto. <laughs> no, I know. But, but you know, it, it breaks into uh, that car chase. You know, kind of uh, smoky in the bandit-ish era. Mm-hmm. And uh, I found that very enjoyable. I like... And, and the humor, of course. Come on, Eileen. Well, that and on top of everything else, you know, the, the humor in both episodes, you know, kind of good, dark, and funny. Yes. You know, they do not care about it. civilian casualties in this show. They are the anti-Man mm-hmm. of Steel. They don't care. <laughs> Batman v Superman. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, the Saint of Killers. Yes. You, know, you, you, you quickly find out about him and what they're doing. And I, I picked on it. I picked up on it really quick. Whenever he used the voice of Genesis, boom, the Saint was there. And I'm mm. like, I wonder if that's tied to the voice. And as you find out in episode two, yes, it is. I thought episode two was a lot stronger than the first one, but I loved mm-hmm. the I loved the season premiere on Sunday night. I thought episode two was a lot better, though. I enjoyed it a lot more. I thought it was pretty funny that uh, they, they found the second angel. Yes, <laughs> he had he's his in career. Vegas. It, well, off Vegas or yes, whatever. Off Vegas. The, you know, the, his act where he kills himself and <laughs> reappears. reappears what happens to his old body? Does it just you got to get rid of it? Okay, it's that's still right. there. You that's have to right. get rid of it. You yeah. have to get rid of it. Uh, I do. Th- I did think um, they did a lot better movement on this one. There's a lot more action. Not action. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more um, progression than the first season. And I get the first season was world building. I get that. Yeah. But this one was like, okay, now we're into the show. Balls to the wall. It doesn't matter what's going to happen. Yeah. We're laying it all out there. The creators did say that they realized that. Um, with the tulip, um, the vampire, um, shit. Uh, what's the vampire? Uh, Ian, what Ian's character? Yeah, yeah. The vampire and um, with uh, Jesse, they said they mm-hmm. felt like they did better all together than separate it. Mm-hmm. So they're keeping them together a little bit more, which I like. I enjoyed it. I thought they were funny. Yes. Now I haven't seen the graphic novel. Uh, they do split up a little bit. Mm-hmm. The difference is, and this is not a spoiler. 
Uh, the difference is in the book, the saint of killers mm-hmm. uh, is impacted by Genesis, the word of God. Uh, but his bullets don't miss mm-hmm. ever. He can shoot it wherever as long as he knows mm-hmm. a target, it's going to kill them. In the, in the TV show, he's not affected by the word of God, but his bullets do miss. Yeah, so they kind of deadly cro- though, which is fine. I mean, yeah. it, it it's okay. I have no issue with that. I love the fact that they were at the hotel with the uh, gun convention. Yes, and there was a like, crash outside, and all these people with guns ran out. Yes, <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> Kill him! <laughs> <laughs> the lady had the Grill. bazooka, yeah. the <laughs> grenade launcher. They're like, "Yay, we got all this!" <laughs> yeah, he moves, and everybody's like, "Oh crap!" Yeah. He's like, <laughs> that, "Run away!" I, I thought it was funny. Uh, I thought the show was a whole. That I even tweeted this mm-hmm. that that's how you do a season premiere. Walking Dead, take notice. That's how you do a season premiere. Yeah, it was a little outlandish, but it was pretty good, and it set things running. But in this world, mm-hmm. you can they've built it that you can have outlandish things, and you're fine. That's part of the humor. Yes. That, that's built into it, and, and uh, I love the fact, you know, the, the premise is he's trying to find God. God is missing because... <laughs> You know, as his uh, cousin Mike said, so you had an angel phone that called directly to God and you realize he's not home. They're like, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So we're looking for God. Do you know where he's at? Well, when I was in Mesopotamia, I came across a map. I'm like, really? He's like, no. <laughs> but I have whiskey. <laughs> so when all else fails and you need faith, well, there's always whiskey. Uh, God does love jazz. As we found out, yeah, going to the strip club. New Orleans. Not for for the girls, but for the jazz. Yes. That's pretty funny. Uh, I did like, I I was actually upset that the cousin preacher that kind of molded Jesse. Yeah. I wanted to see more of him. I really liked him. Yeah, it would have been great if you could. And when you had the knife and you're like, dude, that's just not going to work on the Saint of Killers. Yeah. And as it turns out, the way he uses it, you're like, oh, damn. I did okay. like that he had... I, that makes sense. And he poured a shot of whiskey. Yeah. You want some whiskey? I did like that he had... I didn't like it. It was weird. Uh, that they had a woman in the parishioner in the, the, the cage. <laughs> what the fuck is that? And then the best is Tulip's like, sorry, we need to get some answers. And yeah. then she closes up. Sorry, can't do anything. And then she's yeah, like, exactly. what the fuck is that lady doing in the cage? Oh, she's a parishioner. She has some uh, demons that need to be exercised. <laughs> exercised. Why don't you lock her up in the basement? <laughs> It'd be a lot easier. He's like, covered cage works a lot better. Cletus. Is it Cletus? Cletus. I can't remember. Okay. Oh, Damn it! Uh, it escapes my but mind at the moment. New Orleans is where Jesse's family is, and wait till you get a lower load of his family. Yeah. I am excited to see yeah. what you think about them. Yes, right. It is so the, fucked they're, up. They're following the music. Yes, as he learns, and God is a jazz fan apparently. Mm-hmm. So where is the best place to go for jazz? Uh, New Orleans, probably Toledo, yeah. Ohio. But no. second best in New Orleans. Yeah, is, well, no, I was to say the best is New Orleans. The second best would be Prague. Czech I don't think Republic. he's going there. Yeah. I've been there, and there's some great jazz, jazz bands there that are imitating New Orleans jazz bands. And even it was pretty funny. Really? Oh, yeah. It's, hmm. it's awesome. I did not know that. I remember Czech Republic. You I'm know, country based, country made of bohemes. So uh, yeah. I'm not a big jazz fan, so <clears> I don't know. <throat> So I'm going to go. I'm going to agree with you, but yeah, I I I love the episode. Um, it would be kind of funny if he is in Czech Republic. Then I don't think so. Yeah. Well, they, it could end up there. You never know. <laughs> um, I'm excited to see where it goes. Uh, I think it's uh, it started off strong. I'm, and I'm happy that happy it's back, and I am not disappointed. Yeah, 
So, anything else you want to say about Preacher? Uh, let's see. We talked about... Tulip's past was coming back. Somebody that she used to work with. Uh, he sent a yeah. goon to find her, and she beat the shit out of him, which was awesome. Well, he was beating the crap out of her first. Yeah, he was trying to get the signal, the, mm-hmm. t- the phone signal, because there was no signal in the thing. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. That was pretty funny. It's a funny show, and it's. But my thing is though, Jess, like nobody cares that the town blew up except Tulip. Nobody cares. Well, Jesse did too. Yeah, well, did it's he? in the news, and they're they're like dwelling upon it. But you know, it's like all right, let's move on. And then they forgot about Arf's face until the the angel talks about him, and then and then Jesse's like, oh shit, oh yeah, Arf's face. The best part was yeah. he t- Jesse tells the word of God to the angel, and he thought mm-hmm. he was being helpful. He says. Find peace. Well, see, this goes back to the first episode, first season, mm-hmm. where he needs, he hasn't learned yet that he needs to be very specific in his directions when he's using mm-hmm. the Word of God, Genesis, the Word of God, because if he's not very specific in what he actually means, it can be misconstrued. It's left and up to interpretation. It's left up to interpretation of you know the person that has to execute the order. And by him saying, find peace... Oh crap! It means the angel did not call off the saint of kill all the saint of all killers. No, he wanted to die himself. Yes, and that's what he did. I loved because he felt like a tortured soul. And I usually hate drug scenes, and I'm not against it. I just never find them humorous or funny or anything like that. That's why I don't like a lot of Seth Rogen films because I don't think they're funny, like the pot scenes. That I just don't think they're funny. But that was an awesome. That was pretty funny. When Seth Rogen concentrates on just comedy, yes, he's funny. When he tries to concentrate on you know dope mm-hmm. you know dope humor yeah it's not funny but that scene but when, that scene was really pretty funny yes yeah. that was hilarious yeah so i'm very excited it's back i thought yeah. the first two episodes were great i liked the second episode a whole lot um yeah i, I like the first episode a lot too especially with the gun people i thought that was funny yeah. <laughs> but so yeah when, when he's not concentrating on pothead humor that's what i meant to say yeah yeah then it, it is, it's really good that's why I knocked up. He is really good. Yeah, it was funny. But uh, what's the one with him and James Franco, whichever one? Uh, Pineapple Express. Yes, I couldn't stand that movie. Yeah. I just, I, don't, I can't stand it. But it was funny. It's like Cheech and Chong with no... Humor. Social commentary. <laughs> yeah, whole yes. humor. Yeah. Jeff, you're coming back. Come on back. Oh, we done with Preacher? Unmute your, phone, your mic. We all done with Preacher? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Um, so that's your up. That is my up. Yeah. My up is Tremors. Sci-Fi Channel is bringing news, yes. Kevin Bacon back in Tremors. He's starring in the TV show. They've ordered a pilot for it, and I guess the rumor is that it's been floating around other TV show networks in that, and Sci-Fi has it, and Kevin Bacon is starring in it. So ever since he lost a lot of his money from the Ponzi scheme, uh, he, the, from, uh, what is it, Rachel Maddow? Who was that? Bernie Madoff. That's who it was. Bernie Madoff. <laughs> Rachel Maddow? Yeah, I think she did that's, it, too. That's MSNBC. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. But, uh, yeah, so he uh, needs some more money. So he is doing a Tremors. And he invested heavily in Hillary Clinton's campaign. Oh, no. Down the hall. <laughs> he got no return. <laughs> even get an email receipt yeah. anyway so yes um he is in tremors and i'm excited about it i love it's, tremors it's fueling bill's sex island trips allegedly oh sorry <laughs> jeff what are you up on i'm up on daylight savings time okay why is that because it's so nice to be able to still have sunlight 
past 9 p.m. Yes. It, well, it's nice to wake up to light. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And get done after work to light. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I mean, it's it's nice to, like, I was just thinking as I was driving over here, I'm like, damn, that sun ain't going down for over an hour now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, um, usually my kids are in bed pretty, probably like 8.15 at the latest. Some of them are a little bit earlier. But I'll tell you one thing. Uh, we actually stayed out till 8.45 last night, all of us, except for the baby. But it was nice. I mean, it was beautiful out. It was only 74 degrees. It was, oh, we the weather here is beautiful. Mm-hmm. I feel sorry for everybody out there out west. Yes. You guys down in Arizona and California. California love. Oh, yeah. If I could do this weather all year long. I told my wife that. Yeah, I would love summer nice. if this was like this all <clears> summer. Um. I will say uh, the it won't last, but uh, the weather report this week is sponsored by Dark Angels and Pre Freaks. When you just gotta have a Jamaican sex uh, vacation, contact them. <laughs> Anyways, all kinds of hedonism going on there in Jamaica. This I don't know what's week. going on in Jamaica with them. I'm a little worried. Check out Dark Angels Pre Freaks or and Heno or Worst just language <laughs> or just check out the video Boats and Hoes, and that's pretty much what you got. It's... I'm a little scared. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so that's what, what are you down on, Jeff? I'm down on fucking leg injuries from yeah, softball. Yeah, that's right. From well, I what? don't know. I suppose that's where it uh, made itself prevalent was softball. But do you think it's uh, leprosy? Do you think you have leprosy? It's a possibility. Was okay. it from your Furbies? Ooh, fur rabies, Furbies, Furbies. That that's, those are actually things that you buy, isn't it? Furbies. Yeah, Furbies are a toy. Yeah. Where do you think it's where do you think it's from? Either leprosy or Furbies? I don't think it's from either of them. Okay, but. Uh, we're just checking. Did yeah. you get your uh, vaccination before your last Furby convention? Yes. Yeah. Always get that. Oh wait, hold on. Furry convention. That's furry rabies. Mean. Furry rabies. <laughs> Furbies are the little animatronic things. <laughs> I kind of think Furbies is kind of a good way of to call furry rabies. Uh, Furbies. Yeah. Was, we are I, taking I'll, it back. We're taking the name Furbies back. Yes. Fuck those toys. I was joining the two words together. Do you, sure. hey, portmanteau, if you Do you think it's bubonic plague? If you will. Do you think it's bubonic plague? Might be plague. You know, leprosy actually does not have your par- parts fall off. It just becomes mm. black and you know, you know, no feeling. They actually don't fall off. That's a myth. Ever? Yeah. Yeah. You just promise me? I can't really. I'm not a doctor, so uh, we should probably <laughs> talk to Doctor Bednar about that. Uh, okay. Something mm. comes on. Uh, I am down on the fucking Gong Show. Fucking gosh. Oh, my God. See, the only reason you're down on it is you attempted to watch it. That was your first mistake. All right, so my wife goes to bed early because she wakes up early for work. So she's like, do you want to go to bed? So I was like, okay. And I turned it on. She fell asleep. Well, before that, she goes, what are you watching? I was like, I don't know, but the remote's at the end of the bed. I don't feel like reaching for it. So I'm going to see how this is. It was not good. Mike Myers plays a fake host Tommy something. Fake, oh. fake British host, yes. something or other, yeah. and it's bad, really it's bad. bad. Well, the Gong Show was bad. I mean, that was part of the the allure of the whole show. It was not even good though. Like, it wasn't even funny. Bad. Like, it was just bad. Bad. It was bad. Bad. It wasn't funny. Bad. They had Will Arnett, uh, Zach Galifianakis, and uh, Ken Jong from Doctor Ken. How could you go wrong with those three? Uh, let me explain this to you. <laughs> The amount of fake laughter was horrible. And I'm like, Zach, you're a lot better than this. Canned laughter. You know humor. It's very bad from the judges. Laugh track. The only positive was Ken Jeong. uh, He danced. So that was actually pretty impressive. He danced pretty well. But it was not a good show. Not a good show. Mm. So I highly recommend. Do not watch it. 
But I'll probably be watching it again just to see uh, how bad it is. Sure. Like Blake said, the old one was so terrible. I know it was supposed to be bad, but it was bad. Chuck Barris was terrible and not fun to watch. Yeah, he's a CIA agent. That's what he says. Yes. Yes. It's good to want things. So it's cover. Yes. Blake, where are you down on? I have a tie. Oh. I hobied my downs. Okay. I mean, go figure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually watched more of Batman v Superman. On purpose? Yes. Okay. You ever seen the whole thing? I had, well, if you remember, I only watched originally saw the last thirty minutes, and I had no idea what the hell was going on. And somebody had to explain it to me, and I still didn't understand. And then what you watch the whole thing, and you still don't know what's going Did on. I didn't watch the whole thing. I picked it up uh, probably about 10, 15 minutes before the uh, bomb blows up uh, Congress. Oh, okay, okay. And I still watched it, and I still had no idea really what was going on. So you didn't understand, like, Grandma's peach tea joke then. I didn't understand it at all. But I knew it meant something special because she was looking at it on her desk, and she, they, the camera was, like, in your face on it several times, and she turned and looked at it, and then things blew up. It was a conversation that, between her and Mark Zuckerberg uh, earlier in the show. Uh, wasn't that who... Jesse Eisenberg playing? He's playing Mark Zuckerberg. Okay, yeah. he's playing Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, pretty much. That's Creator. not Lex Luthor. The Facebook guy. That's not allegedly. Luther. That was not Luthor. It wasn't his two buddies either, but allegedly, yes, you know, he did. And that's what I referred to, and then he blew it up. It was... Well, here's the other thing. I hated Lex Luthor. I hated Zuckerberg. <laughs> uh, you know the. Um, not Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> ben Affleck? Ben Affleck. Okay. Ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne. Not empathetic. No oh. emotional connection to him whatsoever. Did exactly. you know that his parents died? Did you know that's really? story for him? Yeah. No, I, didn't. I know you didn't see the beginning, but did you feel that he was angsty and angry? He was just deplorable. Honestly, to tell you the truth. The Superman guy? Totally helpless. Whatever. I'm like, dude. You're Superman, you know? And then it was just really bad. I think Henry Cavill and that whole acting thing was pretty bad. And then when they brought in Wonder Woman, you know, he's looking at the files, you know, meta-humans, blah, 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 blah. Thank you, Lex Luthor, for doing all that. Yeah, really. And... He even uh, gave them all logos. Yeah, nice. he even gave them their own logos, <laughs> and that's where they got them from, right? Yes. That, that, that is clever. They got it from Lux Luthor Corp or Lux Corp or whatever the hell it was from. That, that you know that whole thing didn't make any sense, by the way. But anyways, and, and um, but anyways, let me just stick with Wonder Woman. Okay, because she's a to- she's a hot topic. <laughs> she's a hot topic at the moment because of the Wonder Woman movie. So Ben Affleck, Bruce is just going through these files that he hacked. Yes. Allegedly. Yes. And, the, you know, we got all these video things of uh, Wonder Woman hanging out in society for the past hundred years. Mm-hmm. And then she makes this comment about, I left mankind a hundred years ago and disappeared. No, you didn't. You've been around for a hundred years enjoying and reaping our benefits of our society. There's you at the ATM. Here's you buying <laughs> clothes. Here's you. just haven't been made in public. You just yeah, haven't been made in public. Like, what, well, why did you go back to your island? Because she, she was not she, allowed. She couldn't. Did, did you, you didn't see Wonder Woman yet, did you? No, well, I haven't Woman? yet. So, but, but that would make sense. Yeah. If, but if you're watching that movie, you're like, whoa. Why no, that is back? You exactly. didn't it doesn't know. make sense. She, she was hiding in society, but she wasn't. Her, uh, her. And she loathed it. She loathed the world and men and everything else. I'm like, well, why are you still here? Because there's no other place island. for her to go. She couldn't go back to her island. But you don't know that. Uh, exactly. I, you don't know that. So why 
But it doesn't make sense. You're like, well, why are you still hanging out here? Then if you hate it so much, I lo- I lo- but you don't know that she can't go back to her island of women, Amazons or whatever. But unless you watch Wonder Woman, but Wonder Woman didn't come out for you, like you what, two, need, three years. You, post? You, you probably know that there's a reason she hasn't. Yeah, just because magic. they don't give you the Lindelof and Abrams magic. Time out. We're getting to that later. <laughs> All right. Oh, we are. But anyway, Lindelof. Yes. Oh. Uh, but, in, but anyways, it didn't make se- it didn't it didn't make sense in Aquaman. It didn't make sense what he was doing. What was he doing? Was he hiding out in the Titanic? He was down there with the Abyss, the movie. He was swimming. That's about all. We just yeah, exactly. Oh, no, that whole scene of... It didn't make sense. To his that whole file scene was terrible and should never have been put in the movie. Right. It, it, you're, you're, you're right. And you know the whole thing, and I, I never understood why you're making fun of the Martha thing. Mm-hmm. Martha. That didn't make sense to the plot. Martha. Batman's hell-bent on killing Superman and, and Martha. Oh, okay, I guess I'll help. What? Well, obviously, that was the only part of the plot that made sense to me. <laughs> By saying saying his mother's name, it, it sparked the humanity in uh, Bruce when he was he Whoa. was he was thinking, "Wait a minute, Martha, what the hell do you mean by that?" Why'd you say that name? And Is my mommy alive? <laughs> you know my mom. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> I mean, I like it just because the fact yeah. that they fucking. Yeah. Made, they, they made they made a deal about how they fucking named everybody's mom Martha, yeah, and, and at least now there's a reason now behind it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the whole Batman armor suit thing. Oh, stupid! Stupid. I mean, Superman for crying out loud. Superman could break Batman. Yeah, it didn't. Not make when he's sprayed sense. in Kryptonian Bullshit. mist. Oh, the Kryptonian mist. You know, yeah. that was kind of genius. Yeah, but still, and, and then you're watching this the 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 Batman workouts, you're like, well, that's some great CrossFit. <laughs> but you know, it, it was horrible. You couldn't identify with Batman. That's the thing that you like about Batman. I mean, even even little Bruce and Gotham, you can still kind of identify with him. You feel empathy towards the character and etc. There's a, there's no emotional connection to Ben Affleck's Batman other than you hate the guy. Uh, let's Which just, is not probably what they were looking for. I don't know. Identity and then wussy-ass Superman. You're Superman! Speaking of origins uh, that yeah. have been played to death, I did find some uh, reassuring things. Spider-Man 2 Homecoming? Or Spider-Man, sorry. Amazing Spider-Man Homecoming, colon. No, no, Spider-Man more, Homecoming. Is that no, what it's no. called? Whatever. Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man. The new Spider-Man. Out. The more I see that and the more episodes mm-hmm. and the more I read about it, the more I'm actually getting excited about it. Yes, but here's the best part. The director said they do not have an Uncle Ben origin scene. Thank God. You don't need it because it's already been established no, I know, but a it's thousand great. times. Yeah, it's great. But did. not in this universe it has Did you see, though? They retconned. They became George Lucas. It came out this week. Tom Holland mm-hmm. and the director and Kevin Feige. Yeah. Have all said in Iron Man 2 when the little kid has the uh, helmet on. The little Iron Man outfit. And he's the pointing Iron Man the thing. 2, that's little Peter it's Parker. It's Peter Parker. Yeah. They said, yep, he's been it. <laughs> yeah, so, so, they, so they, yeah, they, they weaved him into the universe and stuff. So, yeah, that's, that's fine. Yeah, so Batman v Superman, that's my, my first down. The second what? one is Fear the Walking Dead. Are you all caught up? Yes, I am. I'm I know two episodes. Two episodes that's okay, back. though. You don't have to. You can run. Okay. I heard. I read about so, what happened. Anyways. Yeah. Native Americans. Yeah, they spoke Spanish. I can't no, that was last week. Oh, no. the Salazar. Basically, Salazar's an asshole. But That's anyways, it. let's go back to my ranting and raving at the end of last season. They're trying to cross the Mexican border, and uh-huh. Americans with guns are trying to keep them all out for yes. no reason whatsoever. Yes. Right. Yes. And I said, if this season ends with them trying to get into the Canadian border north, I'm out. Is that what they're doing? 
No. Okay, thank but you. But I can see it going that way because... <laughs> I think... The Native American spin on this thing now with the land... The, the land grab and everything else. Yes. It fit, you know, fits into the leftist... <laughs> no, yeah. leftist the thing about... You know the whole, you know the whole injustice and land taking people from, and I'm just like, well, the one, the one. Why aren't we all working together? But instead, you know, they work into the, you know, work into this whole thing about the Trump's wall with the Mm -hmm. things with the Mexican Mexico, and they, and they were, you know, working this stuff, and it was like, yeah, leave the the, politics stuff out of this the underlying politics out. Just let me enjoy the thing. I want to know what Des Hassings take on this is professor hassing i do want to know i am actually being serious but here's the best part the review that one review i read which was <clears throat> awesome yeah was oh thanks fear the walking dead we haven't had a stereotypical uh native american on tv in a while thanks it was <laughs> kind of yes but you know I... here's the thing i think uh what's the mom's <clears throat> name uh the woman the main star that uh, yeah the mom of the kids barbara i don't know i can't martha <laughs> martha we're going yeah. martha i think they're going to switch it that she's going to help the Native Americans because she wants to take over the compound. Well, yeah, she said that was her intent. Yeah, there in the very second. And episode. so I think she's going to team up with the. Yeah, American but Native wait Americans. a minute! It's insinuated that they're the ones that shot the helicopter down. Correct. It's like, why are you making war on people, anyways? Yeah. Well, here's the. You know, I'm sorry, but I get that they're. You know, they're not the nicest people in the compound. I get that. They're not. You're. But right. here's the thing. It's a safe place. Start building up all the fences. Make sure everybody's safe. You can live there forever. There's no issues. Pretty much. Keep your ma- keep your head down. Shut the hell up and take care of your kids. And these others. I'm talking that father, mother. It doesn't yeah. matter what it well, is. Well, and the others we're talking about. They're yeah. way off somewhere on their own. Probably yeah. surviving just as well. Why do you gotta worry? Yeah. Start a war with everybody. Yeah. Because people are idiots. Because there's no law, and they're like, all right, this is it. I'm like, oh, please. If the, Like I said, if this ends with them going to the Canadian border and can't get in, I'm done. Bamf. It's going to bamf. Uh, let's see here. Uh, quick thing. Um, so, uh, the for, uh, We got a poll on Bad Ideas Podcast. Uh, the video game poll. Game consoles. I'm sorry. Game console tournament. We're into the 2000s. Just to let you know, these are the ones that have gone on to the next round. Atari 2600, Nintendo NES, Sega Genesis, Super Nintendo, Sega CD, Sony PlayStation, and Sony PlayStation 2. Uh, This week, we had two polls. You can vote at Bad Ideas Podcast. Uh, We had Game Boy Advance, the Nintendo GameCube, the Microsoft Xbox, and the Nintendo DS. Uh, In last place this week at 13% was a Game Boy Advance. Womp womp. What was the Advance? Was that just a bigger one, I think? Yeah, I I also couldn't tell you exactly what it was, but it it obviously, you know, they didn't put a whole lot behind it because then they came out with the DS very shortly after. Uh, Let's see. We also had the Nintendo DS in third place with 18%. And barely winning, 38% to 31%, the Microsoft Xbox Beat the Nintendo GameCube. So the Xbox will be going on to the next round. Just yeah. to let everybody know. No, I used to Xbox. have an Xbox. And it was good when it came out. It was pretty good. Here's the best part. Uh, we got a second poll this week. Oh, boy. We had Sony PlayStation Portable, the PSP, the Xbox 360, the PlayStation 3, and the Nintendo Wii. Uh, and last place was a tie. The PlayStation Portable, PSP, and the PlayStation 3 came in at 14%. That actually surprised me the PlayStation 3 was that low. That surprised me, me a lot. 
That so, did surprise me a lot. Jeff, you got the P, the P, uh, PlayStation Three, right? Yeah. Okay. I had the Xbox Three Sixty, so I, I didn't have the PlayStation Three. I had them both. Okay. Uh, I had the Three Sixty and realized the PlayStation Three was better, so I went and got that. Um, there you go. And you know, I used it, to have a Three Sixty, and I went and got the PS Four. Ooh. It's uh, your guys' fault. Not my fault. <laughs> So no, I'm happy with it. Uh, let's see here. Uh, in third and second, oh, I'm sorry. Winning 43% to 29%. I kind of think this is kind of an upset. The Nintendo Wii beat the 360. So and there the Wii, you go. The Wii was huge when it came Wii out. Wii was huge when it came out. Everybody liked playing big-headed athletic characters. People who didn't like video games liked the Wii. That's true. And it was the first one that had uh, the motion sensing graphic, you know, motion sensing, mm. you know, you know, paddleless, you know, controllerless yeah. game. So it, it gained a lot of momentum with that. I uh, think. So the new the new poll this week. I won't tell you exactly what it is because you can go to our bad ideas podcast on Twitter. Uh, here's the best part: there's three Nintendo systems. <laughs> yeah. And the funny thing is, you know, what if Nintendo put all their money in one system and just went full bore? I don't well, think they care enough to do that. I think they no. want. They know what their niche is. A lot of them are their portable things. That's really yeah, yeah, yeah. Nintendo DSs were huge. With yeah, and teens. they've had like four different DSs and yeah. whatnot. Yeah. So. Well, here's the best part. So, Besada Geek, one of our listeners, he has a good podcast too. Go check it out. Uh, had uh, saw the poll this week. I'm not going to say everything, but the Sony PlayStation Vita <laughs> is winning. In a huge upset, and he has requested Nintendo fans do not let this happen. Go vote for one of the Nintendo systems. Since he did that, PlayStation Vita actually has increased their lead <laughs> to, to be winning. So that will be the first major upset, I think. Don't they I know think. that you have to do? You have to use opposite psychology with our yes. with our folks. Sony fans, go vote. Exactly. Yeah, you saw what happened when the ColecoVision tried to get people to the vote. opposite happened. Yeah, yeah or, uh, or when Jason tells you to vote a certain way. Ugh. Or yeah, like certain shows. This uh, you I will have one tell. day and twelve hours uh, to see uh, to vote. At the time we're recording, by the time you're listening, you probably are too late. No, no, no. It's one day and twelve hours. That's why I'm counting on. By the time you li- okay, maybe one day you'll still. Have so when you li- when you listen, as soon as if possible, you, listen you need to go vote quickly within twelve hours of us releasing it. Yes. Yeah. That's if you made it this far. Yes. If you're downloading on Monday, well, you missed the poll. We apologize. Uh, there'll be another pull out though, because we're trying to get through all this. God dang, there's a we're lot. We're near of the end, out. aren't we? I I'm mean, hoping. I mean, come on, we're like that stuff just a couple years old now, aren't we? <laughs> we're getting close. I didn't realize Nintendo put a lot of fucking systems out in the 2000s, and I even didn't even include some of them. I included the major ones. That's it. That's what I'm you saying. Included the major ones and the virtual boy. No, th- that's virtual. what I'm talking about. How, how many market shares did they create competing against each yes. other? Yes. Well, the DSi and the uh, 3DS, they came out like within a year and a half of each other. Yeah. And I'm like, you should have just waited and just gotten the 3DS. And like, stop it. And now they're probably going to kill the 3DS off. Not next year, but then probably by 2019 and get a new one. But then they said, oh, well, we like the Switch. It's like, okay, we'll pick something, people. Uh, let's do some listener feedback. Blake? And now time for some listener feedback. We always start off with this guy named Ape Hands. Ape Hands, Doug, can't give yourself a nickname. 
Anyways, uh, Doug, Doug, who was uh, on our episode last week, 181. Yes, he was. He says, uh, how about top five Disney animated or live action films? Hashtag always Disney. I won't have a problem doing top five animated, but if you specify it has to be from one specific company, that's where I draw the line. So you would have a top five of Disney films not made by Disney as well? Not Disney film. Animated films. They're all Disney to me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. If you think Ice Age is Disney. That's Disney. If you think Shrek is Disney. That's Disney. That's it. You're out of the herd. (laughs) Isn't there a Shrek land? (laughs) No, there isn't yet. Not yet. See? It'll be next to Avatar land. Supposedly Mike Myers wants to do another Shrek. Well, of course he does. He wants the money. Yeah, well, wouldn't of you? Course. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't blame him. Well, he's not going to make it on the gong show. Yeah. God, can please cancel this shit. You know, speaking of last week, weren't we a little hard on A-Pans last week? I think he realized we were mocking him. Yeah, I you know, so. but it was all in good jest. Yes, it was. Mostly yes, because was. we know he is such a hardcore Disney file. Let's just say. I noticed I said Disney file. I didn't say pedophile. I said Disney file. There's a big difference. He doesn't well, have a van. There's a slight Shazam. difference, but anyway. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Uh, we got a lot of uh, positive feedback on Disney Talk last week, and I include we included one here on the uh, listener feedback we'll get to. Okay, well that's good because I was a little concerned we got a little raunchy and a little inappropriate with uh, with Doug, number one fan in his Disney file. Mm-hmm. You know, filed him. All right, well that's good, Doug. I'm glad you haven't stopped listening. <laughs> Anyways, regarding last week's top five favorite fathers, we got uh, Captain Admiral Kirk. Oh, Captain. Uh, I think this kind of gives away Captain Admiral Kirk's age for his top five. But then again, he is a Captain Admiral. He is. It takes a long time to get to that rank. It does. He's, uh, number five was John Walton Sr. from uh, Walmart. I'm going to have to disqualify that one. I mean the Waltons. Sorry. Yes, but I'm going to disqualify right. that because the to- topic was top five fictional fathers. And the Waltons are based on a true family. Ooh. Ooh, I sense a fight. <laughs> Top five show, showdown. Was... I sense some insubordination there. <laughs> Damn straight. I'm not a Captain Admiral. <laughs> I don't even know what one is. <laughs> it's, it's greater than a Captain, greater than an Admiral. All right, uh, number four was Matt Hammond from Skippy the Kangaroo. What the fuck is Skippy the Kangaroo? I haven't the foggiest. I have no idea. I, okay. I was relying on one of you two guys to tell me. <laughs> that was outside my realm. Uh, maybe, no. maybe it's related to Captain Kangaroo? Captain Admiral Kangaroo? I don't know. Uh, number three, Jim Anderson from Father Knows Best. That one I do know. Yeah. Uh, number two, Professor John Robinson from Lost in Space. Danger, Will Robinson. Yeah, uh, I have a bone to pick with that. Why that? If you're a space family Robinson, mm-hmm. and your number two guy's a single dude, and he's macking on your two daughters, because they're the only... Around? Yes. I'm kicking the guy's ass. I'm I'm guessing the guy ended up with the robot. I'm telling you. Well, it wasn't with Mr. Smith. No. Dr. Smith. No. And it sure as hell better not have been with Will. No, no. But I'm telling you what. I ain't letting number two out of my eyesight when I got two daughters and a young boy running around. How my... old are the daughters? Oh, they were... Prime? Yeah. What? Age, kind of. Yeah. They were what age? Prime? <laughs> 
Are Stop they, it. Stop. <laughs> Are they over 18? They were old enough for you to be a concern about as a father. Let's put it that way. But were they adults? Were no. they adult daughters? No, 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 no. no. One was a teenager, and the other one was kind of like a later teenager, yeah. wasn't she? Okay. Yeah, maybe they were. Well, yeah. And you got this young 20-something-year-old stud. As played by Matt LeBlanc in the movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, he signed on for a trilogy. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I mean, think about it. If I'm the dad and the captain of this mission, I'm making sure that the guy coming with me is a eunuch. I still... Re- <laughs> for either you make him a eunuch or he is one That's already. Right. Or may- maybe bring, I don't know, some other qualified people on your ship. Let's yeah, let, let them worry about propagating the human species on Alpha Centauri. <laughs> but don't mess with my daughters. Maybe a pocket pussy. But you're bringing, <laughs> bring you're bringing your daughters That's out. That's what the robot to- was for. <laughs> You're bringing your daughters out so there'll be some some people to propagate. That's the point well, of the daughters. The case, if that's the case, did John Robinson actually pick what's-his-name to come out there because he thought he was a good match for one of his two daughters? He might have. You're going to find out because Netflix is remaking this series. Yeah. What about Will? What about you got to set your future son up, too. Oh, yeah. He's going to grow up and go through puberty and not have and anybody better, to look yeah, at. Yeah, other why, than that's why he got the sex Dr. robot. Smith hanging out with the robot and Will the whole that's time? That's why he had a sex robot. That guy's dirty <laughs> asshole, too. I'd kick his ass as well. <laughs> well, yeah, you should kick Dr. Smith's ass. I think his arms were so bendy. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, we're talking about the Lost in Space movie. The only part I remember about that trailer is Matt LeBlanc's little helmet thing that came up and around the robotic thing that oh, was protecting him. I don't even. And remember I'm like, that. oh god. And I just remember them saying, "Oh yeah, we're excited. This is going to be a part of a trilogy." <laughs> nope. <laughs> so I'll come when the, the robot was around and going to danger. Will Robinson, danger. Did you, Doctor Smith was nearby. That's I mean, did the it. robot know something here? He has a sixth sense. Uh, he has robot right. sense. This is pretty bad. All right, he's like uh, animals who can tell evil, or, or an something. earthquake is coming. Yeah. They just run. <laughs> Sorry, Will, you're on your own. Sorry, Will, you're on your own. <laughs> uh, anyways, number one of Captain Admiral Kirk's list was Jonathan Kent, Superman's. Dad. Wrong. There's a tornado coming. I'm just going to stand here. I don't think he was referring to the Man of Steel movie. I think he was referring to the comic book's long history. Well, see, of, that's, There's a tornado coming. See, that's that's my note. What Kent was he referencing in? What Jonathan Kent was he referencing in? Because there's so many different versions of him, as you said. Yeah. There's a tornado. I'm, I, I'm picking the best version of him Kevin in Costner. my opinion. Which was what? Not the Kevin Costner. <laughs> which, was, which one from, was from it? The, the Smallville? The book. I like the Smallville. Oh, he was good in Smallville, you're Kent. right. Yeah. It was played and by John was a, Schneider. He was a duke. Yeah. He was a duke. <laughs> Except for that racist General Lee car he kept in the barn. <laughs> Don't worry about that car. <laughs> Daddy, does everyone put a flag on the car? Uh, no, don't worry about that, Clark. Don't worry about it. Daddy, I got this orange, blue, and star outfit. Nope, stick with red, white, and blue, son. <laughs> Catch less shit. you imagine Clark comes out with a Confederate flag superhero outfit? Oh, uh, then we need to talk. And time out, so why did me... Mar- Martha <laughs> sew that? <laughs> well, hell yeah, there was that one uh, story about what happened if, uh, if uh, Superman landed in Russia. Soviet Russia. That was good. The that, what, what if he landed in, you know, Dixieland South and was raised by uh, <laughs> uh, ra- raised by racist. There was two good ones. That the Russian Superman in the clan, Supermansky. No, I got better. Oh, the the red, th- you're talking about the Red Sun. That yeah. was the comic book Red Sun. The other one, the graphic novel, it was the Nail and. 
I'm not kidding you. It's a graphic novel that takes place in Elseworld. Uh, basically, their you know version yeah. of you can do anything they want. Does it's not canon. Clark and uh, or the Kents actually get a nail in their tire and they don't get Clark. And he's I'm not kidding. He's picked up by Amish. And so uh, <laughs> that changes everything. <laughs> Man, he just built a barn in a second or two minutes. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. Oh, wow. I want to see him in the south. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, picked him up, Mississippi. Thank God it was in the Midwest, right? 49th in education. Yeehaw. Can't spell Confederate without a Z. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can. No, you can't. Super Creole. <laughs> we, I do record. I'm Superman. I, I am Clark Kent. I'm going to go shoot them gators. And uh, I squeeze my eye beams. With my eye Go wrestle them gators. I'm going to say you go wrestle them gators. I'll even be on the history channel. I'm going to wrestle them gators. I'm going to wrestle them gators. I'm going to wrestle them gators. I'm going to get some gator meat. I'm going to get gator meat. Just like chicken. I, I do declare that Batman needs to be taken down. I do declare. I'm going to stick my head in the gator mouth. <laughs> oh, that's great, Blake. <laughs> Just right. Superman with that yeah. boom hour. Uh, <laughs> I want him to show up in the next ba- Superman show. <laughs> his Creole. <laughs> and he's in suspenders. That's his outfit. That's his superhero outfit. Yeah, there you go. So one uh, one uh, suspender uh, down. What do you call it? Yeah, the, the overalls. Yes. <laughs> Carhartt. <laughs> long johns underneath the overall <laughs> and he's chewing john. he's doing uh, and no shirt no, ch- oh, no, no, no shirt and he's got chewing tobacco and I want to see Lois Lane show up in Daisy Dukes there you go with the pie I can that yeah there you go so Captain Admiral Kirk <laughs> thanks <laughs> he also has another one oh, later he does right or no right now no, regarding right now? what superhero oh that was him yeah Oh, so uh, regarding what superhero villain would you marry? He says he would definitely marry Nissa Al Ghul. Just look at her from Arrow. Oh, she, I thought this was Ra's Al Ghul's uh, daughter. It daughter is. in the Dark Knight Returns. No, he's talking this one. He's talking in Arrow. Yes. Yeah. No. Uh, it was Talia Al Ghul in the Dark Knight Talia Returns. Al Ghul. Oh yeah. well, both Al Ghul ladies look very attractive. I- I'm assuming say. she's rich because they seem to travel around the world without problem. I so, agree. And who else would have a like a high money composite bow to shoot with? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else we got? And then uh, we got from Bob. Bob. Just Bob. Bob. Mm-hmm. He says, uh, just realized the Penguins won the Stanley Cup right after Batman died. Coincidence? I don't think it is. I, I think, think they need to kill Batman so they could win the Stanley Cup. I think they're directly correlated. He's talking about Adam West. Talking Adam, about Adam West, West died and then the Penguins won. It's because the Penguins yeah. are <laughs> evil. I'm Josh Gad. I'm the new Penguin. <laughs> he is? Yeah, supposedly that's uh, he's the new Penguin in the next Batman movie. I'm intrigued by it. I don't know how to take it. I'm okay with it. I'm about to say, I didn't know how to take Heath Ledger, and it turned out to be, you know, probably the best way ever. Wait, wait, wait. Hey, Batman! But hold on. Who would you say was the next Josh Penguin? Gad. From? Uh, he was from Frozen. From Beauty and the Beast. He was the gay guy in Beauty and the Beast. He was uh, Olaf and Frozen, the voice. He was in Book of Mormon, the play, uh, the original one. Uh, he's been on a couple TV shows. You'll, you would know him. I'll find him for you. I'll find him for you. Keep going, Blake. Blake's looking very confused. Just look at my face. Hey, Batman. This is a great podcast. Do you like winter? He's in the movie 21. Did you see movie 21? No. Oh. <laughs> All right, anyways. Uh, we got there you corrections. Go. There's Josh Gad. 
Really? Yeah. Well, I'm I... nonplussed by that. Well, what's the Batman movie? Who's and I'm going to say I was nonplussed by Heath well, Ledger being cast as and he did Joker. Awesome. And... Uh, there is makeup and costumes. Okay. <laughs> Corrections. Of course, it wouldn't be a correction without... Big Dev the Psy Guy. Dev, 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 Dev. Big Dev the Psy Guy. Dev, 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 Dev. Yes, that's Dev. <sighs> All right, now he's got to correct us. Corbin, that's the uh, UK election. British bloke. Yep. Was happy. Not the bucket head, though. Not the bucket, not the word bucket head. Was happy about losing the UK election, the UK election, because the Labour, misspelled Labour, party. <laughs> they, they spelled Labour completely right. Oh. <laughs> Labor party picked up enough seats to break the majority. The Tories. Are those the wiggy people? Tory spellings. Do they wear white wigs still with powder? Well, I think everybody in Britain wears white wigs with powder, don't okay. they? Okay. Yeah, I did because uh, that's right. <laughs> all right. So, anyways, I mean, that's where all the movies show them as. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, so uh, the Tories had. They broke up the majority of the Tories hat. It also showed that May, uh, she's the female Trumper. Yes. British version. Okay. <laughs> Misjudged the people when calling for the vote. I guess you can just call for elections over there whenever you feel like it. Yeah, you can. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I think you have to have some sort of power to call for ele- Like Buckethead. He has power. He B- could Bucket do it. call for election. Yeah. Okay. But like, if I went over there, I couldn't say, hey, let's have an election. Well, he yeah, could, okay. but nobody would listen. Well, yeah, they wouldn't have one just that's, because that's I said true, so. That's true, because you use an American accent. You have to use a British accent. Yeah, Good night, I... And they say, oh, okay, yes, what do you say? Let's have an election. <laughs> I'm going to attack you in my political ad. You're not a nice person. That is my complaint. Yeah, this isn't Canadians. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Though the British attack people pretty, pretty bad over there. You know, I, I they like might that. be worse with right. their mudslinging. I like watching their version of um, was it debate C-SPAN? Oh yeah, because they they hoot and holler and boo. Yes, they do. You know, in the House of Commons. Yes. You know all those ruffians <laughs> in the House of Commons. Yes. House of Lords are all like drinking tea. Good day, chap. Out. Hello, chap. I do say, I do find your political statement appalling. And completely unfounded and not true. And the House of Commons is like, ah, you wanker! Shut the play up! It's kind of like our Senate is very refined. I'll do the club, Mitch right. McConnell. And, uh, okay, I, I just got to say, Jason, plan. you need to stop declaring. <laughs> just Mitch- stop declaring. <laughs> I'll do declare a vote. I knew the okay. we're going oh, well, Excellent. Let's vote. Everybody vote again. Thank you. <laughs> I don't like that Blake's better at me at impressions. <laughs> He's not even trying. I uh, practiced six hours today. If it makes you feel any better, I think almost everybody's better at impressions. I do declare you're an ass. <laughs> I think nobody's better at bad impressions than Jason. He's the best, best at bad, at bad impressions. impressions. That's right. I take that as a win. I don't get many wins. I'm taking that as a win. It is a win. There you go. Uh, next. So, yes, thank you, Dev. You can catch Dev at uh, A Shot of History. Mm-hmm. Podcast. Snake Oil Podcast. And Snake Oil Podcast. And, you know, just all around. And sighing all over the internet. Comic. I mean, if you <sighs> live north of the Ohio border, mm-hmm. up there in um, Michigan, Canada, mm-hmm. he's up there all over the place. 
What else? All right. Uh, next one. Actually, we got another uh, correction from a, a listener. Obviously, he's British because his first name is Tristan. It's got to be British, right? And he's a knight. He is British. Sir Tristan. Yes. Because I've read about him in the Arthur Chronicles. So you know what? His name from now on is Sir Tristan, Tristan. at Anarcholiologist. Yes. Did I say that correctly? Sure. Yeah, so he's a anarchologist. Sorry. Anarchologist, which means he studies anarchy. Yes. <laughs> So he Tristan, studies how uh, anarchy did on ancient cultures. Yeah, so thank you, Tristan. He says also, it's like he's like commenting on Dev. Did he like respond to Dev's post or something? Probably. He did. He, he did. says also, it dents the conservatives' lead on anything leaving most votes deadlocked without extra agreements being made. Well, that doesn't sound like progress. That sounds like American politics. Oh, I, I feel... I- I purposely vote to keep everything deadlocked and gridlocked because otherwise they just start doing stupid things. Once somebody gets like enough votes and they start ramming everything they want in, my goal is to keep them from changing a damned thing. Okay. So you're a pro status quo. For the most part, unless everyone unless it's something that people should all be able to agree on, for yeah. the most part yeah, most of it. Like term limits. Well, yeah, term limits. Everyone should be agreeing on those. Unfortunately, the people who vote on it are the ones that would be affected by it. I'm sorry, term limits for what is that? Uh, for yourself, sir. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Hell with that. No, no. Instead of term limits, we're giving ourselves raises. Yay! Yay! Woo! And guaranteed health care. At the taxpayer expense. Woo! Oh, sorry, taxpayers. You don't get any. Uh, you don't get any. <laughs> Down the hall. We're, we're working to take yours away. Yes. <laughs> I don't understand what the problem is. Only 22 million people are going to lose it. I don't understand. All right, but thank you, Sir Tristan. Sir well, Tristan. I mean, percentage-wise, 22 million. I mean, we got over Stop 330 it. million in the country. I mean, that's just a drop in the bucket. Really. Trump, we got 87 million in illegally. So, I mean, it's just everywhere. <laughs> I don't think those are real numbers. <laughs> yes, they are. I said I do declare. Sorry, Trump. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Supreme Overlord. Sorry. I did declare it. So. Where can I get me some of that free health care? <laughs> Canada. <laughs> no, they don't let you go. I know. They don't let you in. No, I don't get there unless you're on a work permit. I'm going to New Zealand. You can go up visiting and then get sick, yeah. and they'll help they'll you. They'll still send you a bill 12 months later, though. You still have to pay for Michael it. Michael Moore taught me Cuba does it. Yeah, Cuba. You can go That's to right. Cuba. And if you're there on a work permit, your spouse is not allowed to work while you're up there either. Really? Yeah. So what if she's there. on a work permit? Well, then you can't work. What um, if you both get work permits and then well, get married? you got to go get them separate time and get married. Hell okay. no. I'm letting my wife work. Okay, right. I'm staying home. <laughs> I know how this works, those Canadians. You, you've, looked in, you, you've looked into uh, going up there? No, I'm talking about some firsthand experience of people that have gone up there for work. Allegedly. Yeah, exactly. Except for unless you're a layout. Oh, that's right. Oh, wait. What else we got? Uh, we still got, corrections. Uh, correct. Randall Holt. Yes. Is this Randall Holt or or Randall Holt six six six? Randall Holt six six six. We he well he, he is evil. He is evil. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> it was actually eighteen colors of red for Virtual Boy, not sixteen. Jeff. Apparently, I made a mistake. Right. My memory recollection must have been off. Right. See, sixteen uh, is a square number, so I'm probably more apt to say that because it makes it more sense It would make more sense. sense. Yeah. I agree with you. We did have and a Nintendo no- just screwed it up by adding two more shades of red. Yeah, who we, needs green or blue? We did have another uh, from Twitter uh, from Dez. 
the most educated listener we have. Des, Professor Hassing. He has a correction because Doug was saying that, uh, you know, they weren't working long hours on Wonder Woman. Like the actors show up, they don't work long. He said, let Doug know that actors work longer than just uh, during principal photography. Wonder Woman would have been 12 to 18 months worth of work. Not just a couple months. I must have missed Doug saying that. Yes. All at one time or spread out over 12 to 18 months? I don't know. I don't know. But uh, there's definitely a lot of, uh, especially physical movies and stuff, and definitely uh, Gal Gadot did a lot of prep work before Principal She's Photography. She's married to Vin Diesel. No, she's not. And has kids with Vin Diesel. She's not married to Vin Diesel. No, she isn't. Yeah, she is. That's fake news. Are you sure? Yes. Yeah, she, she's married to an Israeli guy. Oh. <laughs> an Israeli Special Forces guy is not going to hunt me down and kill me? I don't know if he's Special Forces, but she is, so she might hunt you down and kill you. I thought they were married. To, oh, so that was a fake news thing I saw? Yes. I didn't Diesel? see it, but sure. All right. Well, somebody's got to wait for corrections for next week. Uh, from Besada Geek, he said, uh, what short-term fiscal policy could reassure markets and preserve the European common currency? Ditch Greece? Oh. <laughs> Ditch all the Mediterranean countries. Uh, Greece is coming back. They only have forty-two percent unemployment rate. So, Ooh, so is there a Greece down. three coming? <laughs> Greece is the go word Greece lightning. Go Greece lightning. Go it's got Greece move. Lightning. It's got meaning. It's Greece got is the way hinge. we wait, are no, feeling. <laughs> go Greece drachma. Go. Oh wait, there's no drachmas. No longer exist. <laughs> now we're Euro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you asking us? <laughs> he wants to know. Um, buy bonds. <laughs> War bonds. B- Bitcoin. The answer is Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Every time. Do you know oh, wait, hold on. that it's if you done. bought $5 of Bitcoin when it first came out, mm-hmm. you'd have like over $100 million now. But you can't cash it in anywhere. Wherever the exchange markets are. You can't cash it in. You have to exchange it for more Bitcoin. Damn it! (laughs) Somewhere you can cash for it, I would hope. I don't know. Japan? The only place that accepts Bitcoin. (laughs) I don't don't think Amazon.com takes Bitcoin. Other people trying to buy Bitcoin. Overstock. I got a lot of items from Overstock. Oh, there you go. If Overstock takes Bitcoin. (laughs) Unfortunately, Overstock's too Um, expensive. You know who takes Bitcoin? Who? Drug dealers. There you go. We don't condone that. That's where the money laundering <laughs> is. Or actually, I know what you should invest in. The fiscal policy is uh, Hobie IOUs. Oh, good Just idea. Just as good as money. Just as good as Bitcoin. Yes. <laughs> so uh, while we were talking, I had a piece of Pez fall into my drink here of water. Ooh. And I feel like it's Zima. It's starting to get the Jolly Rancher feel now. Is it bubbling? Like, I don't know. It's at the very bottom. I can't reach it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I see a body down at the end of the water, the bottom. So of the is water. it flavoring the water? Not good. It's more sugar now. <laughs> I got sugar water. You said it like that's a bad thing though. <laughs> I mean, that's Kool Aid. That's eh, nah, it. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Uh, what do we got, Blake? We got some listener listener reviews. Listener reviews. Uh, uh, just one. Which one? From Captain Admiral Kirk. Captain Admiral Kirk says Cars Three was good. Want to be Tupac? All eyes on me. No thanks. Uh, I did see a trailer uh, commercial for All Eyes on Me last week. I forgot to talk about mm. it. Rolling Stone, and this is in the trailer for it, so if you want to go see it, this gives you a good vote of confidence. One of the ten best films to see in June. <laughs> and I'm not lying. One of the ten films to see in June. Well, that's great, Rolling well, Stones. So, so, that down. So, so if you're 
So the Can't list was decide. The list ten only had six, <laughs> and this one was at ten. ten. One of the ten. One of the ten. One of the ten. Transformers was not on that list. <laughs> well, there you go. But it was just funny. I was like, "That's your commercial? Like, yeah. one of the ten best films of the year? No, no, ten best films of June." <laughs> yeah. But most people, if they're avid film goers, it's like one a week. Yeah. So they they see four in a month. Yes. But if you see ten, but make sure it's one of the. It's make sure it says. Thanks, Rolling when Stone. When I worked at the theater and had to watch movies and whatnot, I don't think I ever saw ten in a month. Hobie, according to Rolling Stones, is one of a million podcasts to listen to. So I'm just saying, just saying. Throw in June. Out. In June. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God. Yeah, and then uh, we got uh, Pop Culture Cafe. Oh. Is any of you uh, gentlemen interested in seeing War for the Planet of the Apes? I am. I am. Since I didn't watch the first two new Planet of the Apes movies. I, no. I will say this one I just saw a commercial earlier today. Looks stupid. Doesn't look bad. Uh, it's getting what? great reviews. Oh, my God. I think it looks better than... Well, not have not seeing them. I thought the ads to this one looked better than the ads to the first two. The first one was really, really good. Second one was not good. It was disappointing. Third one was awesome. Sure, this or it should be awesome yeah. is what they're saying. So I'm excited about it. I may actually see it opening night. So that Thursday. It's just one of those reboots that just won't go away, then, huh? Oh no, it's going forever. I, I I've seen previews for them. Uh, the last one I the, was the first reboot with Marky yeah. Mark. I oh, that doesn't no, that's, that's, that's not that's part of this. That's not and then part of another this. one where Cornelius, you know, Jane origin Franco. story of Jane Frank. No, it was good. The Woody Harrelson in this, Looks Caesar, not goofy Caesar. Caesar, whatever. Andy Circus, man, whatever. Andy Circus. We actually do have one from Nick Albright. Ooh, you excited? I get, yeah. Do you have some music, Blake, or do you? I have some. Ooh. Oh yeah. Tell it, Nick. You know you want yeah, to. Yeah, so... Yeah. Nick. Oh. All bright. It is all bright when you're in the room, baby. How yeah. much... Oh. Jeff. Oh. Could... Mm. A Jeff Chuck. Oh, swallow, baby. Chuck. Oh. If a Jeff Chuck... Oh, he would. Could Chuck... Oh. Jeff. Oh, Jeff. Was that it? How much Jeff could Jeff Chuck? If Jeff uh, Chuck would. Probably a lot. Okay, good. There, there's good. a lot there to Chuck, okay. I suppose. Okay. okay. So, probably a lot. Okay, good. Well, what this makes me think is that Nick's running out of things to ask. <laughs> Nick, you need to step it up next week. Come on, buddy. Come on. Come on. This is the highlight of my show for me. All right, yeah. It's talking so, sexy. I know. So Nick Albright's uh, music this week was Tantric Sexuality, <laughs> M1 Extended Remix. And notice that the 117 is not 1 minute 17 seconds. It's 1 hour 17 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> 1 hour 17 minutes? <laughs> uh, we actually did get something from Randall Holt. He said, I need a special episode uh, with Doug just talking Disney, hashtag make it happen. Didn't we just do that last week? <laughs> that it was a Doug Disney episode. He yeah. wants just Disney talk. Oh. Well, you know what that's called? That's called Doug doing his own podcast. <laughs> I'll be on the show. I want to talk about it. You, you could be on yeah. Doug's podcast. We aren't preventing you, know what, you from maybe doing that. Maybe Fourth of July week, I will do a Disney podcast. Since you're not doing one for us, well, I can do one for us. Oh, good. 
hey, hey, I'm just getting offers, okay? I'm just saying. I'm getting offers. Next, I do next know. one, though, well, you'll be doing something with Nickel. Who's Nickel? I don't know. Okay. I do declare I'm in high demand over here for podcasts everywhere. Okay. Let's wrap it up. Uh, I'm not cool. What's your background yeah, what music, music are you playing? For? Uh, this is, uh, let's see, Funky Central Music Track. Why? Funky Disney question. I, I was expecting at least Disney music or something to make you think Disney. Well, this is royalty question. free. Uh, uh, good point. Uh, let's see. This is called Sexy. It's called Sexy. So there you go. Awesome. So, so you're, you're you're misconstruing as to why we play music. Oh, there it goes. Oh, sexy has a bad end. Yes, it does. <laughs> Sometimes sex does, That's Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Wasn't my fault. And wrapping it up, Professor Number One and Doctor Number One mm-hmm. said, "Which make more, Thor Three or Wonder Woman?" We talked about this before, <laughs> but now that Wonder Woman is getting high, you know, yeah. getting up there. Uh, who do you think? Do you I think, think it's Wonder Woman? I think I said Wonder Woman last time. time. And, okay, and, uh, I just was doing an update at once. Yeah. Since Wonder Woman has keep going above. I, uh, I think Wonder Woman will do more than because so, you get people like Blake who has no desire to see Thor in space. Yes, correct. I don't want to see Thor in space. <laughs> Sounds like a fighting board. the Hulk in an alien arena. Hey, don't make with fun the of guy me. from Third Rock from the Sun, Jeff Goldblum. No, no, no. French, French Stewart? Stewart? <laughs> no, the other guy. Joseph Gordon-Levitt? No. John Lithgow? Uh, yes. He's not in it. That was yeah, Jeff Goldblum. Oh, Jeff Goldblum? <laughs> oh, same guy. Whatever. William Shatner. I would have seen the fly. <laughs> yeah. He meant William Shatner because he played the, the, the big head or whatever. The big oh. giant head. Oh, and Third it, Rock or yeah. Thor? Third Rock. Okay, I was trying to figure out who the fuck is a big head in Thor. <laughs> Missing this. Hey, the, in Third Rock, the leader of the aliens was the big giant head. Oh, okay. And apparently it was played by William Shatner. I hate Third Rock. Oh, you're wrong. Well, good. Kristen uh, Johnson alone is enough to watch that show. We do have a quick face-off uh, from Professor face Number One. Off. From Professor Number One. If you guys still do this, Captain Cold versus Mr. Freeze. Who wins? It's a tough one. I'm going Captain Cold because he's awesome. Captain Cold is much more awesome, but I think Mr. Freeze wins because Mr. Captain Cold couldn't do anything to hurt Mr. Freeze because Mr. Freeze's body temperature is naturally what Captain Cold's weapon does damage at. That's a good call. Or Captain Cold has to wear a coat to be protected from whatever Mr. Freeze does to him. So he's a step above Worsley. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Worsley loses to both. Okay, that's true. Well, he loses to nature. (laughs) Um, So let's see. Uh, I would say Captain. that's a good call. Captain Cold is more agile, though. He could break the glass thing on top and kill uh, Mr. Freeze. That is a possibility. Uh, If he gets close enough. But... To kill Mr. Freeze, he would have uh, he his whole gun and shtick is to keep temperatures cold. If you keep if you shoot him with a freeze ray and break his glass, but it's a freeze ray, it's going to be cold, and that's true. It's it's the warm that will kill him. So he needs heat wave to help. Exactly. Okay. If, if he double teams with heat wave. Oh oh, <laughs> Captain Cold and Heat Wave double team Mr. Freeze. Exactly. Okay, let me get this right. Okay. That's exactly that's what I'm okay. saying. Then they have a chance of beating Mr. Freeze. Okay. That's like a pair of Chinese finger cuffs. Now, that sounds like good logic, but you're wrong because Captain Cole sounds like he's got military training, and Mr. Freeze sounds like he's got good humor training. 
<laughs> so I'm going Captain Cold. Now, they sound that way, you're right, but Captain Cold you isn't a true captain. No, you know what? I'm I think his Blake. buddy just gave him that nickname. I'm going with Blake. Captain Cold wins. Well done. I'll, there you go. There's your listener feedback. Damn, your logic. <laughs> it's time for another installment of the News of the Geek. Okay, News of the Geek. Uh, so this has kind of been updated. Uh, Han Solo, uh, Lord and Miller, which sounds like a really good British uh, show. Uh, oh, I, I, I was thinking Lord and Miller sounded like they were uh, doing auctions or something. Lord and Miller, we have uh, this Tiffany ring from 1500s worn by King George III's 17th wife before she was beheaded. Okay, now you're just making shit up. One million dollars. <laughs> Pounds. They would have a million Whatever. pounds. I don't know the metric system. Anyways, uh, so Lord and Miller were the directors. They did, directed Lego Movie. They were directing the Han Solo uh, first film of the trilogy. Yes. <sighs> uh, this is becoming a mess. Yes. Uh, they were fired. Both Variety and The Hollywood Reporter state that they were fired for clashing with Lucasfilm's Kathleen Kennedy, as well as screenwriter Lawrence Kasdan. Apparently, there was tension right from the start. As Kennedy simply didn't improve the duo's comedic and improvis- improvised... Improvisness. God, you just got me screwing it up. Yeah. Improved uh, shooting <laughs> style. And process of interacting... Improvised. Thank you. Of uh, shooting style and the process of interacting with actors and crew. Kasdan reportedly also took issue with many of their directing choices. Basically, uh, they also went off script... And told them to, you know, improvise some stuff. Oh, yeah. They... And I'm like, well, what did you think? They did the Lego movie, and they did another comedy before that. I'm like, what the yeah. fuck do you think? You you got these guys because know the of the background. Yes. Know their background work. But no, hold on, though. They're, I think it's good if you got the camera running and you have, you know, good actors mm-hmm. that can redo scenes with improvisation, etc. However... If you're going for the Lego version of Han Solo, <laughs> yeah. and that's where they're guiding them to with their direction, then I completely agree. Yeah. Somebody needs to step in and go, time out, you're fired. They said yeah. it was too far. Oh, too my God. Like and another thing yeah. you said was if you had good actors. I don't know if you've heard this one lately. Oh, Uh-oh. yes. Uh-oh. You need good actors that can pull what it happened? off. Uh, the, the words coming out that I can't remember the guy's name, the guy they hired for Han Solo. Yeah. They're very dissatisfied with his acting that they've hired acting coaches during the filming of the movie. Hey, oh God. let's face it. They hired him for his looks. Oh, they, they hired didn't him because... hire him for his acting no. ability. And oh, apparently they, they, they're yeah, hiring acting coaches to, to help him get there. Although Is it Taylor Lautner? <laughs> <laughs> from what I understand, he was one of the first people to go to the higher-ups in Lucas talking about problems with the directors. Oh, God. Well, they got Ron Howard. Yes. Okay, so this sparked a little talk on Facebook at the History of Bad Ideas podcast and on Twitter and other locations. Tumblr, I think. Name a good Ron Howard film lately. What's the last good Ron Howard film? Oh, now I'm going to hear Apollo 13? Oh, he's done good ones since then. Catch me. No, that was Spielberg. Um... You're gonna make now. Should have warned me that I have to look something up because this up. is this is bad radio. Us all looking at our phones trying to look up Ron Howard here. So then I'm playing Clash of Clans. I ain't looking shit up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. He did uh, Inferno, 
the fucking um, uh, yeah, Da Vinci the, Code one. The Da Vinci Code sequel. Yeah, that um, he did Beautiful see. Mind. Oh, that was good. That was two thousand one, though. Uh, I'm still looking here. Yep, that's producer. Uh, Rush, the race car one, the Da Vinci Code, Apollo thirteen, <laughs> Angels and Demons, Splash, uh, Willow, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, Cocoon, Cinderella Man. Frost Nixon. How about Frost Nixon? There's one. Ah, uh, he is making Hillbilly Elegy right now. Oh, yeah, that is true. And this is good. They're, uh, what's the name of his company? I forget what it's called. They brought, they had us at our, at my place of business do some work for them. For their, really? Uh, yeah, ap- apparently uh, the guy who wrote the book, Hillbilly Elegy, is from this area. Okay. And while they they needed stuff, uh, you know, transferred and whatnot, so they could do some research on him. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we did some work for uh, God. Now I can't remember the name, but dude, uh, well, I forgot the name of his My production thing, company. I'm just a little worried. I'm a little worried. But I think if you're going to need somebody to write the ship, I think he could do it. That is one thing. But I don't know. Ron Howard's going to be an interesting choice. They said a lot of it was already filmed. This could be a disaster. Well, if you if they did anything good, you should be able to piece it together. Biggest question I have is the Directors Guild of America has rules mm-hmm. about the percentage of mm-hmm. film directed. Well, I think get, they're still going to be on it. You, know, you think that, or do you think they're is he going to do enough uh, enough other scenes, film more scenes or reshoot scenes? I think you're going to have to keep him on there to get him on uh, there. Uh, yeah, let's see here. Uh, here you go. This is uh, Columbia Pictures is making Venom, uh, featuring Tom Hardy as the title character, Eddie Brock. And his villain in it is none other, according to The Hollywood Reporter, Cletus Cassidy, a.k.a. Carnage. Yay. Carnage was created by writer David Michelini and artist Eric Larson and Mark Bagley. Eric Larson is fun. I like his art. And along with Venom, the character belongs to a race of extraterrestrial parasites known as the symbiotes. Symbiotes. Whatever. Cletus Casty was a child as a child killed his grandmother. He tried to throw his mother by throwing tried to kill his mother by throwing a hairdryer into the bathtub. And tortured and killed his mother's dog with a drill. Uh, then his mother tried to kill him and was apparently beaten to the brink of death by Casty's father. So Cleus Casty became a serial killer, was in the same jail cell as Eddie Brock, and that's when the venom left behind an offspring and attached to Cletus. Uh, Cleese Cassidy is actually just evil incarnate, basically. Man. And uh, he is a fun character in the comic books, but uh, it'd be interesting to see him on. I think they're um, they're uh, popping their cherry a little too soon with him, Carnage, as your main bad guy in the first film. Wouldn't, wouldn't it be better to lead up to him if yes. they're doing multiple yes. Venoms? Because everybody likes Venom. I, I mean, don't know how, and I don't. Well, I, that's the problem. Is like you said, uh, for you to cheer for Venom, you have to have someone worse than Venom. Yeah, and that's the mm-hmm. thing. He doesn't have like a rogues gallery of bad. No, guys. he's not even that good of a good guy. Yeah, and that's the thing is, I don't know how you could do it, but you could have if you build up to him in the second film. You yeah. could have something like. Hey, you know, in the background in the first film, TV, you know, the news is on, you know, serial killer strikes again. Like, just keep putting little Easter eggs back there. Yeah. And then he comes back in the second one. So, I don't know. Um, Yeah. So, there you go. That's, uh, they said uh, Silver and Black, uh, which is starring Silver, Sable, Sable, and Black Cat, 
and Venom are not attached to the Marvel Cinematic Universe yet. Kevin Feige came out and said that. This is after your favorite person, Amy Pascal, said oh my they gosh. were connected. Oh, really? <laughs> and oh, Kevin's this, like, the Sony chairman. Let's, yes. let's oh. hold off. Let's hold off. Just because you have the rights to do these movies doesn't mean every movie you do is now connected because of our Spider-Man agreement. Uh, they said with uh, Vulture being the main bad guy in Spider-Man Homecoming, the new one coming out. Uh, they said they're also trying to do several spinoffs, including Craven the Hunter and Mysterio. Well, why are you doing spinoffs? Why don't you just do Spider-Man movies with villains? Yes. Exactly. The idea is to build out a world gradually, rather than launch one immediately, as they had been trying to do with the Sinister Six movie before. The Sinister Six movie was at least the best idea they had. I, I think Sinister Six movie is a better idea than doing a Venom movie. Yeah. Venom comes out in October 2018. And, I mean, and Sin- Sinister Six, you know, I suppose it would be kind of like a Suicide Squad where you just have the villains go out and do something. They're not good people. No. And, hell, they don't even have to be, like, good in the movie. You know what I think? You could do, copywriting this, an Ocean's Eleven type of film, a bank heist or something, with the Sinister Six. Exactly. Not even a bank heist, but something. You know, maybe they're trying to get somebody back that was kidnapped by a bigger bad guy. Something. A a heist film of some sort where, you know, they all have their roles to play while trying to break in and doing their little robbery or or whatever. You can try to get Vulture. Bring Michael Keaton back. They're all trying to get Vulture into it. You know, to break him out. I like that idea. Oh, no. So, uh, but Amy Pascal's got this, Blake. So you should be feel very confident. Oh, I feel with this. completely confident. Yes, I just love that. Yeah, this is attached. Kevin Feige's like, eh, not so fast, not so fast. Uh, Silver and Black is interesting with Silver Sable and Black Cat. That could be kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll see. I don't know if they're interesting enough characters to carry a movie. Amy Pascal says, "I raise you that. Okay. I see that, <laughs> and I raise it." And it's- I mean, maybe if I if. You know, something like, you know, Kevin Feig was in charge, mm-hmm. and you see where they take chances and they get uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. But when you can't get Spider-Man right Correct. five times in a row. Yes. <laughs> Supposedly, he will be the new leader of the Avengers in a couple movies. They said but, Spider-Man, Tom Holland. I don't like that. Yeah. Spider- Spider-Man is a terrible leader of a group. Yeah. They said that's the, what they're trying to plan for is the rumor out there now. They're trying to plan as in Sony wants it? Uh, or? Marvel. Oh, no. Let's see. Uh, he, has he ever, he's never actually been the leader even when he was in the Avengers. I don't know. Spidey which like, he feels wrong being in the Avengers to me anyway. I feel like there's so many fucking versions of the Avengers, which pisses me off. I just yeah. want... You can do West Coast and Avengers. That's yeah. fine. You can do two. But they include everyone. The Black Knight was a fucking Avenger. Come on. There's nothing wrong with that. Actually, I did kind of like it. But they <laughs> oh, were just getting some... I mean, come on. No, there, there were some ridiculous ones. Uh, Squirrel. Triathlete. Arm or, follow boy. No, no, no. He was in something. Oh, sorry. Sorry. He was DC. Yeah, that's right. Uh, medical right. marijuana man. <laughs> that's right. That would be interesting. Tony Stark, let me get you... Let me take the edge off, buddy. Hey, watch out. I got a dispenser. <laughs> He only can stay in Colorado, though. He can't leave Colorado. He can fly to Washington. That's right. The Antifa assassin. Yes. And D.C., I think. D.C. I don't think so. The Uh, Trumper Trooper. (laughs) I build walls. The modern Avengers. They fight against each other and don't get anything done. Confederate man. Confederate man. (laughs) 
<laughs> Creole man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like I'm doing an Adam Sandler superhero film. <laughs> <laughs> Mama Jack, I play oh, football. God. <laughs> the American Avengers, they fight amongst themselves. <laughs> and the bad guys win. <laughs> we all lose. <laughs> Uh, the Ayatollah of Rock and Rolla. <laughs> Chris Jericho? Conquers everybody. <laughs> you oh, bring Chris Jericho into yeah. this? That's great. <laughs> uh, news of the Weird. The Intern. Uh, this is great. Put this on because of Blake, and this is awesome. Yeah. This is per Polygon. Newly released documents from the FBI has shed light on what the FBI thought of the Dungeons and Dragons scene in the 80s and 90s. Oh, this is great. Five separate sets of documents were released as a result of the Freedom, Freedom of, of Information, Information Act, Act requests, FOIA requests uh, made about a year ago, asking for any FBI records regarding D and D's parent company, TSR, previous company, previous company, sorry, previous parent company. Yeah, there we go. A couple of <laughs> dozen redacted pages came back, all of which are posted on the website Muckrack, Muckrock, Rock, Muckrock. Not to be confused with Fraggle Rock. Yeah. Fraggle Rock. So if or you have a, if you have a security clearance, you may be able to go to this website. Not like WikiLeaks. Okay. (laughs) The first dated in 1983 has to do with significant cocaine traffickers in the Lake Geneva, Wisconsin area, the birthplace of D&D. Yeah. It's a sleepy lakeside town just over the Illinois border and not a trafficking place. (laughs) D&D co-creator Gary Gygax? Gygax. Gygax. There's an X there. Is named in the document, but whatever the FBI's interest in him has been redacted. And because was, he's a dungeon master. It ended with a note that the FBI would proceed to review corporate records of t- for TSR in an effort to identify corporate officers and attorney of record. Okay. Second document in 84, March, so shows that the FBI is doing its due diligence to make sure that TSR was a publishing company and not a front for cocaine trafficking. Yeah. That's awesome. What, what else are people doing in their basements <laughs> around a table with make-believe in 1984. adventures? In 1984. Well... I mean, if there was cocaine trafficking coming off through the Great Lakes, you got to check out Lake Geneva. That's a bunch of hippies from that area. I think they're more worried about marijuana up there. Not <laughs> the third, fourth, and fifth documents are where things start to get weird, according to Polygon. Now they're getting weird. Now they're getting Here's weird. Here's that in 1995, the FBI made a sincere effort to investigate a group of D&D players as it suspected them of having a connection with the Unabomber, terrorist name uh, Theodore Kaczynski. Ted Kaczynski. Jason got the name right. Yeah, yeah he did. Well, I know, but you still always mispronounce hey, it, even hey, the hey, one hey. you should get. It's not Kevin Feige. Uh, the FBI put together a three-page history of TSR and came up with a list of armed and dangerous individuals who were known members of the Dungeons and Dragons crew. <laughs> I, I love and it. And pulled from TSR's own computer system. Known members of the Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are a member of the Dungeons and Dragons. Do they have like a biker uh, jackets? Yeah. Instead, they're like the old school yeah. leather uh, windbreaker <laughs> jackets. Uh, yeah. the, the navy blue. Members only jackets. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are part of the Dungeons and Dragons. It comes with big pockets to put your player's handbook and DM's guides in. Got dice bag tied to your belt. Watch Where's your out. Where's motorcycles at? Hey. We ride a bus. We got scooters. Hey, this is my this is my magic spell component pouch. Put the pouch down, sir. I'm not telling you again. Yeah, it's full of magic powder. Another Drug trafficking! Drug trafficking! Another document in May 1995 seems to have been produced on background to profile TSR's legal and financial troubles, yeah, which were there were many. There were yeah. many, actually, yeah. A lengthy section profiles D&D creator... 
Go Greater Gary Gygax himself, and he's described as eccentric and frightening. This is my fe- best part. Yeah. Potentially armed and a known member of the Libertarian Party. Dun, dun, dun. I'm like, what, what, you're what, what? part of a party that doesn't really affect the world. Yeah. <laughs> Damn dun, dun, dun. A known member of the party that fights for people's rights. The document also <laughs> Well, you know what? If you take a look at some of Gygax's early modules, yeah, he's probably snorting cocaine. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Who else puts laser pistols in a D&D dungeon fantasy? Or several people, several people that have people. done that. Yeah. Anyways, go The document going. also mentions an FBI visit with a gaming group in Fresno, California. Well, there, you, there it is. Members of the group were shown pictures of one of the Unabomber's explosive devices and asked if they recognized an individual from a composite drawing. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, we, we think that's the famous Unabomber sketch. Yeah. This is the, the best one. Do you know this guy? No Who one knows? knows that guy. Um, that's a cleric with lens of deception. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were playing him yet last week. Where is he? Well, he's in our imagination. <laughs> he's fictional. We made him up. <laughs> By fictional, do you mean real? No! <laughs> Stop investigating. Uh, so what you're saying is that looks like a fireball. <laughs> that's a fireball spell. <laughs> Delayed fireball. <laughs> Delayed fireball. That looks like a troll. <laughs> <laughs> the final document, the most heavily redacted of the bunch, is dated April 95 and focuses on an interview, interview with a single individual at TSR. Heavily redacted. That means there's a lot of blackout. Yes. Many of the members of the group became paranoid, quote, the I agent would too. And began pointing fingers at one another. The interview subjects indicate that he believes this is based on the suspicious nature of of the individuals that were in the gaming group, uh, gaming group and mm. indicated that he is quite sure that some of the members of the group fantasize about possibility, possibly being the maybe the one of the members. And that, sorry, let's try yeah. it again. <laughs> he indicated that they uh, is quite the group sure fanta- fantasized and wanted to be responsible for the bombings, that people were fantasizing yeah. about it in the group. No, 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 they said the group fantasized that one of their members might be responsible Not that they wanted to be it, but somebody they're playing with might have been. Because okay. they put those notions in their, their heads. That's correct. Because, you because know, apparently... Because when you, you drink a lot of one-liter Pepsis <laughs> and eat lots of bags of chips... <laughs> and Pez. And Pez. <laughs> weird things. Till three in the morning. Come up in the... Yeah, during the conversation. No, this is the worst. It's like, by 1985, do they not realize? I can understand in the early 80s when all that crap was going on. You know, so much... And people didn't understand so what Dungeons negative, and Dragons exactly. was. So much By 95, everyone knew what the fuck it was, and it wasn't anything well, that you... in 95, TSR was financially bankrupt by the idiot woman that owned it. Yeah. So the only thing that they could do was sell novels. That's the only thing that they were making money from. You know, so that's why you know, Wizards of the Coast could step in and buy it so cheap and re- renovate it. And by then, all the rule systems for AD and D Second Edition had all these weird handbooks and everything else. They had to go back and say, "We need to consolidate all these rules into something new." And our cocaine has been discovered, so we need to <laughs> we need money to- trafficking from our cocaine profits. We'll oh, move it yeah. from Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, to Seattle, Washington. Yeah, though, yeah. We're, 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 we're ditching the cocaine market. And we're going for weed. Who <laughs> doesn't? You know, but, you know, but this, 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 this reminds me of when I was twelve years old playing Dungeons and Dragons. Just the shit that I got from 
because there's an, all this negative connotation about Dungeons and Dragons. You go watch the documentary. Oh, that's terrible. The religious groups had about D&D. Yeah, yeah. I think he's calling it devil worshipping. And, and, of course, it doesn't help that your DM guide has a giant Ifrit on the front. It looks like a giant devil. You know, that doesn't help. It doesn't help, but people you are know, stupid. And people, people are stupid. stupid. Like, well, you're worshipping devils. I mean, even my mom was like, are you worshipping devils? What is this? And I had to explain to her what it was. She's like, oh, so it's your imagination. And yeah. Yeah. You know, you look at some cool pictures, and some cool devil stuff, because that's what, you, that's what you kill. That's what you like to fight. Yeah, no, we're fighting the devil. We're trying to banish him. Yeah. And then you get the weird shit, like Mazes and Monsters. Oh, the Tom Hanks and movie. Tang, Tom Hanks movie. Oh, this is, you know this isn't real, right? This isn't real. Uh, no? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, Everyone knows it's it. Any, anyone who believed it was real... Had more Man, problems had, than the game about, created. How about Blake? Because somebody calls it fit, you know, saying, oh, you know, this isn't real. I think he does that with wrestling with me. Wait a minute. Oh, that's fake. I know it's fake. That's really fake. Oh, shut but up. But anyways, <laughs> but no, this reminds me, even back when, you know, is that, you know, one of my friends used to be in DM for us for a while. Yeah. And his family was fairly religious. And yeah. I remember one day, he's like, oh, I sold all my books. We're like, <laughs> Why? It's like I, I can't play God. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's like you know, being dungeon master was too close to actually like being godlike or acting as God. Wow! And you give up? I'm like, that's not what this is about. Yeah. You, oh, I thought he meant just well, No, it's probably it's best you step away because that means he's having problems. No, step away. Now. Associate. Yeah. yeah but no, he's a decent guy, and actually. I've seen him on social media, and yeah. guess what? He's, he's playing D&D. He's playing. He figured it out. Yeah, exactly. No, like you said, I think uh, when I, the uh, guy who first I started playing with and showed me mm. how to play or whatever, his parents were the most religious parents that I knew in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And they had, I was a little surprised, they had absolutely no problem with it because they knew what it was. Yeah. And, I mean, they were smart enough to realize, and, and they were the, you know, Biggest church going and what, but they were smart enough to think on their own too. Yeah, and it's pretty neat too because uh, I know for a fact that uh, a guy that I play online with, he's actually a um, psychology background profession. They use RPG, they use D and D and role playing games as a sort of therapy and acting things out, and 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 uh, you know they actually use it for. You know, goodness and all that kind of stuff, but you know, even every once in a while, I have to tell like you know, you know, the female perspective, the yeah. the old lady, yeah. you know, when I'm game mastering, she's like, "Well, you play the bad guys, and you like that, yeah, but you you're playing bad guys, and you're the evil." And it's like, "Yes, but I'm creating the evil guys for my friends to vanquish because they're the heroes." To quote South Park, yes. You can't have good without evil, so it's good to be evil sometimes. Yeah, you don't know, you how do you know you're good without something to... Exactly. Ah, there you go. So there's, anyways, yeah, there's our D&D. <laughs> <laughs> and I just do this real quick before I get to box office bombs, because I really Gen want Con, to talk box office. Gen Con, August. Uh, here we go. Dan, oh, what, if you didn't get your badge, they're sold out. What week is that? The 50th no. anniversary. Uh, you, I don't did care you get that. your press pass? Yeah, I got my uh, press pass. For the fourth year in a row, I'm a press member. Yeah. yeah. You got a great well, green room, too. 
What weekend is that? That's right. It is uh, August 17th through the 20th. Oh, okay. If you haven't applied for your press badge, better get them because it's the 50th yeah. anniversary of Gen Con, which is actually short for Geneva Convention, Lake Geneva yeah. Convention. Yeah. And it has origins were a giant drug trafficking uh, gang-related <laughs> motorcycle <laughs> reunion where they, they all met and traded drugs and cash. And now they're and now trading it's games. Our, yeah, now it's just a big... Uh, yeah, a big... Game gaming convention. convention that they relocated to Indianapolis because it's easier for uh, money laundering. Will yeah. you be uh, talking to booths and putting it on our YouTube channel? Talking oh. to booths, people at the booths. Oh, people at people. the booths. Interview, interview people? people. I'm there to play. Okay, okay, I can do while playing journalism. interview the the people who are running it. True. There you See? go. Yeah, there you go. Anyways, uh, yeah, real quick. Dave. <laughs> I can break the ice. Well, did you know Gary Gajak was invested by the FBI? <laughs> cocaine trafficking. Thoughts. <laughs> Thoughts. <laughs> go. Go. Uh, Damon Lindelof, uh, Blake's favorite guy, Fuck may not be making a sudden departure from HBO now that The Leftovers is finished. The Lost Vet is in talks to shepherd the cable's long gestating Watchmen TV series, according to The Hollywood Reporter. Lindelof will replace Zack Snyder, who directed the 2009 film, and has been eyed to develop the TV adaptation. An HBO rep declined to comment. Here, let me let me here we go. Let me put here all this into perspective for go. you. Yes. If Little Off is involved in the Watchmen TV series, just watch the f- premiere first episode. Skip how many episodes are in between, and then just go to the final episode because that's all you need to watch. Because everything else in between never happened or was insignificant to the plot. Uh, we got a couple. Uh, we got some heat last week. Because you ruined the leftover series oh. finale. Well, actually, I saved people a lot of time. Uh, one of them was from Pam Morris, our favorite Pam. Oh. And uh, she's like, I just started this season, too, and thanks a lot. <laughs> but finish watching the season because it's pretty funny and there's some good episodes. But when you get to the end, let me know how you feel. People have been asking gonna, our disclaimer at the beginning could put spo- and spoilers at the end. Okay. Oh, I might have to do that. I'm just going to say I'm right. No, I don't know. I didn't watch oh, the no. leftovers. No, but I'm just saying I'm say, right. You're saying I'm right. Sure. About no, the Watchmen. <laughs> just watch the premiere in the last episode. Well, no, no. My, my question to you is, do, does the character's journey mean absolutely nothing to you? Because that's what it is. I mean, if you just want the action of what went first and what went last, but the, 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 the character's journey is where the story is. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but the, the character's journey... Had no real effect upon it had the effect, actual ending. It had effect upon the character themselves, though. But it, it but, didn't but have it, a physical effect on the outcome the of end, the story. But the, out, but the outcome of the story made the character's journeys moot. That's the whole. That's the whole. Didn't make it moot. Though. It didn't matter where everything that they did because it wasn't related to the end of why the but story they, ended. But they went through it and they had to go through. Uh, you know, the and it different didn't rev- matter. But it always matters. But everything that happens to you matters. What you're watching. You don't have to. If, it's, if the end story makes moot and cancels out everything that happened beforehand, then you sit there and go. Then why was this important? Why did you spend hours on the storyline, which was meaningless? And I don't know because I never watched exactly. the leftovers. That's what I'm saying. Well, I never watched well, the leftovers, what, but so I don't what know. What I'm talking specifically about with the leftovers is, is Kevin's death story. Yeah, you know, Kevin when Kevin is able to. I don't know. I don't even know who Kevin is. So he's the main character. <laughs> okay. Who who the guy? I forget what's his name. He's actually married. He's Jennifer Aniston's husband. Anyways, but anyways, Justin Thoreau. 
Or I don't. Yes. Is that his name? Yes. No, this is Premier yeah. of Canada, isn't it? No, that's, that's Trudeau. Ju- that's oh. Justin Trudeau. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. But anyways, <laughs> it, it it makes it all moot, and when they place so much important emphasis on it, and they spend so much time building up to it, almost the entire season, and it becomes meaningless. Basically, it's basically. Yeah. I'm it, saying, yeah. not without watching it, I'm saying there's probably mean some meaning there. Yeah, it was all magic. Anyways, <laughs> mommy and daddy are still fighting. <laughs> uh, let's, uh, there's your uh, news of the geek. Hobie listeners, everybody knows that Hobie will be at the Cincinnati Comic Expo September 22nd through the 24th in Cincinnati, Ohio. Get your tickets at CincinnatiComicExpo.com. But what you don't know is there's tickets, only a handful left for the Geek Prom uh on September 23rd, that's Saturday night. It's a big event. Uh, you may have heard us talking about it on a couple episodes. Basically, it's a Harry Potter-themed night. Uh, you get there. It's a, pr- a dance. But you also get selected to what house would you be in. Jeff, are you going to be in the Slithering house? No, I, I'm a Ravensclaw through and through. I feel like I would be a Slithering. You thing. would definitely be a Slytherin. Thank you. But anyways, you can get your tickets at CincinnatiComicExpo.com and go to the Geek Prom. You do not want to be left out of this. And there will be games, prizes, beer, dancing, and music. So get your tickets now. Do you ever wonder when Spider-Man goes to the bathroom if the toilet paper sticks to his fingers? Do you ever wonder why Superman wears his underwear outside of his pants? My name is Imran. My name is Anthony. He's the jock. And he's the nerd. And we're your hosts for the Jock and Nerd podcast where we sometimes try to attempt to answer these questions. This is a full spoiler podcast, and we swear a lot. Check it out for awesome geek news, interviews, and comic book reviews. Visit jockandnerd.com. We are your superhero TV, movies, and comic book culture curators. Boom. Jockandnerd.com. Jockandnerd! It's time for Box Office Bombs. All right. We can't be talking about Box Office Bombs without a little discussion on the Transformers. Uh, Let me get this straight. Per 411mania.com, the Transformers colon the last crap. That's what we're going to refer to it as from now on. It's the last crap? Mm-hmm. Kind of like the book of crap? Yes. Okay. Brought in $45 million in its opening weekend, which a lot of people might think $45 million in a weekend is good. It's not bad. But uh, it's a far cry from its previous films. Uh, the original Transformers in its first weekend made $70 million. Revenge of the Fallen brought in one oh nine. Dark of the Moon scored ninety-seven point nine million, and Age of Extinction made a hundred million. So they all made in the high nineties to the the hundred millions in one weekend to begin with. But not they're getting less than half now for Age of Crap. Can we just say thank you, America, for picking this for doing this? You still gave it forty-five million, but thank you, thank yeah. you. So people wanted to want to know what went wrong. Yeah, so pretty much people are tired of Michael, Michael Bay and his exploding robots. Yes, uh, it has got a fifteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which I love. Good for them. And a B plus on Cinema Score <laughs> should not be B minus. No, no, but re- keep reading. Which is the lowest for the series? A B plus is the lowest for this fucking series. That's, a B plus shouldn't be the highest for this fucking exactly. series. Exactly. Exactly. What are you doing to me, Cinema Score? I'm going to Rotten Tomatoes for my. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I, I, I did like uh, that they said basically they had no idea how to market this film. They said basically they saw they saw Optimus Prime as a villain, and that's what they kind of pieced together. That was about mm. it. 
Optimus Prime was the villain in this film? Uh, for a little bit. He oh. gets his brain gets wave or synchronized See, with the bag eye or something. That's, that's, that's when you have a, a the a Decepticon non- brainwash him. It's not even Decepticon, something else now. No, that, no. That's why you get the people that come up with the uh, the baby monkey whatever thing. Oh, the Mountain Dew <laughs> one? Yeah, the Mountain Dew <laughs> people. People that are non-geeks that are trying to make a Transformers, they probably never owned a damn Transformer in their damn life or never saw the damn cartoon. And they're given the movie, they're, that's what they're trying to do. You it's should like, go... Oh, I guess we, uh, they're uh, robot knights. You should go to our website, uh, Facebook page, Bad Idea History of Bad Ideas. I linked an article. It's either I think it was a pretty, through BuzzFeed or Uproarks, Uproarks. Anyways, uh, they had a guy who watched the film and he answered about thirty questions in a humorous thing, yeah. trying to make sense of this film. <laughs> and the best part is, from what I gathered, is that they really don't transform anymore. They oh, the robots don't transform much. Yeah, the, I had a problem with not enough transformation in the first movie. Yes, uh, the best what made the Transformers neat and cool. Is they yes. were yeah. cars against jets. Yeah, uh, they cool. have little baby dinosaur robots in this one, and then he's like, "I have so many questions. How do they make these baby dinosaur robots? Are they do you do they have sex? The robots, or do they just create them?" Do they grow up? I have many questions. But yes, supposedly this is just a hideous, horrendous film. So please do not give it money. Please. Which you obviously aren't, so thank you. Yes. And also, uh, All Eyes on Me Fell. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, all Eyes on Me Fell, 78% from its opening weekend. Attack was bad. Uh, yeah, that was Tupac. That yes, was the, the Tupac movie. Uh, uh, top so- 10 film to see in June. Top 10 film seen. see in June. Yeah, one of the top. Best films in the month of June. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, Transformers The Last Crap made $45 million, which did lead the box office this week. Yes. Really? We're in the middle of the summer, and $45 million led the box office? Yeah. Yeah. It made a total of almost $70 million for the because it opened Wednesday. Yeah. But look at the budget, Jeff. What's the budget? Budget is $217 million. Yes. Thank God. All right. I want to know what the marketing budget was. At least two hundred. Oh, it's been huge. That place has been everywhere. You can't not see yeah. ads for that. Uh, number two this week, there was a tie. Cars three and Wonder Woman mm-hmm. both made twenty seven point one seven five million. It's a very specific number they both made. Well, they're probably trying to differentiate the two, and yep. it was too close to throw one above the other. So that's a total of just under $100 million for cars on $175 million budget and $318.5 million for Wonder Woman on a $149 budget. Cars 3, the uh, amount of money is made under $100 million? It's kind of surprised me. I was expecting a lot more. I thought they would do a little better than that, too. You're right. Uh, they um, did say, the, sorry, not to interrupt, uh, the Transformers film. Yeah. They are now, whoever makes them, is it Sony or five, I forget whoever makes it. Uh, they said that they are now questioning if they're going to make the spinoffs. They're doing spinoffs? Yes, we talked about Bumblebee. Oh, the Bumblebee, we did talk And about then there was one in the Roman times, and oh, there's God, another man. one, I forget which other I tried one. to forget these already. Yes. Where they got a Ballista Transformer? That would be cool. <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> Trebuchet! Trebuchet! <laughs> they said uh, they're questioning if they want to keep making uh, spinoffs now. Yeah, they should. After they, they've destroyed the whole con- theory- series and concept i mean no <laughs> they're gonna be prequels yeah. and then for some reason when there's a tie at number two we still have a number three because that's not how lists work yes but 47 meters down made 7.5 million a total of 24 and a half on a 12 million dollar budget 
Good for them. Uh, all eyes on me, six million total of thirty nine on a forty million dollar budget. Mm-hmm. So it's not its budget back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how much more it will get if it dropped seventy eight percent in first to second week. This is the intern told me that the, he wanted this on here for a reason. He did the top five uh, with an actual just so I have to read the mummy. Yes, made uh. five point eight million. A total of less than sixty-nine million on a budget somewhere between one hundred twenty-five <laughs> to one hundred ninety million. Depends on uh, what the uh, Church of Scientology will yes. allow you to believe. Believe. <laughs> uh, Dark Universe is in solid hands. I feel right. very comfortable with this. Well, this is where the box office is going to spike this week because mm. upcoming we got Despicable Me three, and they as said, terrible as it looks, they're going to flock to it. They said it's decent. Is what the one review said. So there you go. Has has the summer blockbusters been really disappointing except for Wonder Woman? Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Uh, you got a couple new ones, though. Next, Not next week, sorry. July 7th, you got Spider-Man coming out. Then you got War for the Planet of the Apes. Oh, wait. And Dunkirk's coming out on and July Dunkirk. 17th. All yes. right. So July looks to be a good July month. Looks July good. looks better than June has okay. been. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm split on Dunkirk. I hope it looks good. I mean, it looks I mean, good, but it, I, ho- it I hope it looks good. Is. Well, I mean, like I say, I like uh, Nolan, uh, Christopher Nolan, and I give him better for the doubt. But I just don't like war movies. That's how I am. So it's like uh, it looks we'll, we'll pretty see. good, actually. I'm kind of excited about it. So we'll see. Uh, also coming out is the house. How bad does this look? I don't know what it is. It's Will Ferrell and Amy Poehler to pay for their kids' college fund. Oh, they, college. They do an illegal casino yeah. in their basement. Wow, that's worse than I thought. I just thought it was going to be just a generic horror, horror movie. movie. <laughs> no, it's uh, yeah. It's oh, because the house fun. always wins. Should we do oh, a plot okay. line for the house? <laughs> I think we just did. Yeah, we did. And we also have Baby Driver coming. Edgar Allan Wright film that looks funny. Looks good. Not uh, funny. It looks I've good. I've seen the previews for it, and I say no. Really? I don't like it. I'm intrigued it. by it. I'm not. I. It looks like a shitty comedy. Tell I'm you the truth. Half and half, and that's not enough to get me to spend my money. Well, I'm not going to go see it. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll see it if it comes on cable or something. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll probably. Okay. I won't I shy away from that. seeing it for free. Yeah. I'd watch that. My for money's free. going to Spider-Man and Planet of the Apes. Um, it's going to probably Spider-Man and Dunkirk Spider-Man's and, and got Wonder me Woman. And Wonder Woman. I'm going to see that next week. Wonder Woman right. already got yeah. my money. What else we got? Uh, buy sell. <clears throat> All right, the career of Anthony Hopkins. Sell. If you haven't sold yet, you've yeah, lost you, a lot you, of you, money. You lost your opportunity to cash in I mean, if, if you're you still selling have now, Anthony you're Hopkins. selling low. Uh, on that article that's on our Facebook page, there is a picture of Anthony Hopkins like being all serious and Bumblebee looking into the window. And the, the author wrote, how did this happen? <laughs> well, well, one, Anthony Hopkins has done some really prestigious work, but yeah. he's done a lot of crap. Mm-hmm. So you can't call like say oh my god you know we expect it to be a good movie because anthony hopkins is in it bad company with chris rock oh that's terrible i think that was his downfall starting to fall but uh so i mean it's like i'm not gonna take or give anthony hopkins the benefit of the doubt it's not like he's uh pacino (laughs) pacino Pacino isn't geely come on no i I was gonna say uh daniel day lewis the the newly retired daniel day lewis because you retire from being a Hollywood actor, you just don't stop. 
Did they give him a retirement party? Yes, they did. They gave him a gold watch. <laughs> they have balloons and a streamers. <clears throat> Bracelet for his left foot. <laughs> Boo. Well, who else we got? Um, and then buy or sell Marky Mark. Mark Wahlberg is no longer doing Transformers. Uh, that might be a good time to pick him up. Uh, I think I'll buy. I feel like it could go only better. Right? Sure. I, he, yeah. he's, he's getting into, you know, the... the he's the, got a great direct TV. Uh, ad. Uh, that's a good ad, you're right. I do like you're it. so good at it, James. He's yeah. he's going to be start taking on more roles as the middle-aged guy is whatnot. Yeah. So I think he's got a a new chapter of his career getting ready to start. I feel like I'm, go- I'm going with him. I'm buying. I like Marky. So, we found a Transformer. All right. Well, that was our box office news. All right. That is our old top five music. I know. That's all we'll say about that. Now we're moving on. What's our top five, Jeff? I suppose this is honor of our Independence Day uh, fast approaching us. America! We are doing the top five, oh, where, where'd it go? Uh, patriotic films. Okay. All right. So this is going to be America-centric. Yes. So if you're, it have if, to be? If you're listening... No. Okay. It doesn't have to be, but if you're listening outside of America, like in Canada, Uck, Francia... You could get different South responses. Africa. Ghana. I was just about to say Ghana. You know, send 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 your movies in. Actually, we may learn something. We got a lot of no. British ones. Every place but Francia. I don't want because every like ninety five percent of all French movies are about how great it is to be French. So we don't need those lists. We have fans in French. I know we have fans, but all their movies are about I am French and Zealand? we are great. How about New Zealand? Yes. yes. New Zealand <laughs> But that's like every movie in France is a uh, patriotic French movie. With chocolat? Uh, probably. Chocolat. <laughs> uh, how about Canada? Let's get some Canada movies. Yeah, we're about... at, there aren't a whole lot of uh, patriotic Canadian movies, Emile? are there? Amelie? Amelie? Yeah, it's like, oh, we are French and you are not, and we are in love. Hey, what are those dirty, what's that dirty uh, R-rated film series from, like, uh, France, like, in from the 70s and 80s? It was a horrible, horrible film set. Uh, uh, what is it? The Emmanuel movies? Yeah, the Emmanuel movies. <laughs> were, those, were those French Emmanuel's patriotic movies? I don't, were those actually French? I don't know, they got my flag up, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you one dirty movie that left an impression on me when I was a teenager because it was on cable. Rocky Tender, Four. Tenderest Cousins. What the hell is that? I don't know, but it was dirty. <laughs> Just say dirty again. It was dirty. Okay, good. <laughs> Thank you, Superman. Creole. Creole, Creole Superman. Se- There's a lot of good sex scenes in that movie until you realized it was about cousins. <laughs> They're not oh. your cousins. Hey, it's not your cousins. <laughs> so you're fine. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, top five patriotic films, uh, excluding Tender's Cousins from France. <laughs> uh, I'll go first. My number five is uh, one of the few war movies I like, and uh, especially when they come in at the end with the helicopters, I was like, "Fuck yeah, America!" Yeah. Black Hawk Down. Love Black Hawk Down. I don't hate Black Hawk Down. I just 
don't feel very patriotic uh, when we get our asses. Kicked. You know, that's the Black Hawk Down was nothing but a failed Clinton foreign policy, <laughs> yielding control of our troops to the United Nations for the first time ever in American history. We didn't have control of our own troops. So how is that patriotic? We got our asses kicked. Everybody died, yes. but we were able to get some people out. Because of the, you just see the helicopters out there. Shut up! It's just a movie. <laughs> God. No, it wasn't. It was called Failed Foreign Policy. Well, I guess it was. Down the hall. I'm talking about the film. I'm just talking about the film, Blake. You know, Damon Lindelof uh, wrote that one, too. No. <laughs> Another reason to hate it. <laughs> Jeff, what's your number five? Oh, we're coming to me? Sure, why not? Uh, my number five is a movie about uh, people coming from elsewhere to live the American dream. Far and away? And that's an Rent? American tale. Oh. Oh, okay. Not Five Will Goes West. No, 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 no. Not Five Will Goes West. Okay. The original American tale. Okay. Five Will Goes West can go into the dumpster with Babe Pig in the City. Wow. Okay. But, you know, you know, the, the Mouskovitzes embracing what it's like to be an American and how there are no cats in America and the They're streets are America. paved with cheese. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> coming to America today. And even though they find out... Neil like, Diamond? Yeah, I know Neil Diamond. Lives here? They <laughs> find Neil Diamond? What? What? I'm, I'm, I'm past Neil Diamond already. I'm talking about the American tale. Yeah, they come here for Neil Diamond. Hey, we're coming to America! No, they don't come here for Neil Diamond. Today. Anyways, oh. keep going, Jeff. Wrap it up. They were inspired <laughs> by a song, though. Sure. I think they were more inspired by the Simon and Garfunkel song, but... Um, bridge under troubled water. No, America. A bridge over troubled water. Bridge under troubled water. That'd be a terrible, <laughs> terrible bridge. The bridge is just terrible. But I'm just saying, even though when they get here and they find out that you know, okay, America isn't all their dreams that they wished for, they still f- embrace the, the the dream and make the best of their lives, and that is patriotism. Well, that's my answer, Blake. Right. What's your number five? I'll buy it. All right. <laughs> Uh, number five, I had uh, Gods and Generals. Oh, never okay. saw it. Uh, not a good movie to take a first date to. <laughs> I take it you've done that? Yeah. It's also <laughs> four hours long. Yeah, she still married me. Ah. So it tells she's a good woman. Okay. But uh, but outside of not being a good date movie, I do like the fact that uh, all the main characters were not... Made out to be superhuman, super whatever. It was, you know, basic. Uh, it basically, you know, American and Southern leaders um, basically struggling with their roles and responsibilities of war and all that kind of stuff. So, was Creole Superman in there? No. Oh, okay. He will have ended the war pretty quick. Yeah. So it, it basically said, you know, here, here are these people. Here, they, what they did. They would. They didn't make. Them out to be, you know, some kind of uh, super above human mythic proportions. It was basically, hey, these are real people, and these are the challenges they faced, and you know, the regret they that they had on fighting your fellow countrymen, as long as well as responsibility for the lives of, you know, people that are under you and all that kind of. That's stuff. my uh, parents' uh, one of their favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Both of them. It is very good. Didn't they come to the theater several times to watch it? Yes, they did. I, th- I think I had yeah. to get, watch it one hour at a time. <laughs> My parents, I think, saw it like three or four times in the theater. Uh, what's your number four, Blake? Uh, my number four, I have to get this out of the way. Although it's not really a patriotic movie, it's oh, more of a go. sarcastic 
movie, Uh-oh. which is fairly accurate in regards to the sometimes the ignorance of Americans in the world is uh, Team America World Police. That's Fuck my number yeah. two. That's your number two. That's my number two. It's a good one. I had to get out of it because it's not. I don't. <sighs> For you to make it number two, I, I it is great, but I, I couldn't yeah. make it number two because... Oh, I understand, because, you know, yeah, it, it darker, actually... Darker. Yeah, it's the offensiveness of it, but, you know, that's what America is, offending people. Right? It is, and, and I made it number two because of the song. That song is about as patriotic as you can get. That's probably the best, best America-themed yeah. song. If, you, if we got rid of the Star-Spangled Banner... Yeah. yeah. I would replace it with a Team America yeah. theme song. Fuck America, fuck yeah. America. Coming to save the yeah. motherfucking day. Fuck yeah. America. I like how it came out of Mount right. Rushmore. Yeah. yeah. What's your number four, Jeff? Uh, my number four is Captain America, the first Avenger. My number two. Ooh. That was my number two. Ooh. Love Captain America. And if you do feel patriotic. It's like, after. A, the, the, cap, the, 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 the character of Captain mm. America Embodies what you feel yes. America should be about. Yes, but yeah. how did that make Germans feel? But well, we but should really look at that. <laughs> and he went ahead and beat up on Nazis. That's right. Everybody loves beating up Nazis. So, <laughs> so that, that that's the American thing to do is one the underdog who he doesn't want to kill anybody. He just doesn't like bullies. Love but if you're line. going to bully me, I'm going to punch Nazis. Yes. <laughs> uh, my number four. Looking back, it's probably not a good film, but I, I have to do it. <laughs> oh, God. You're number, I'm, I'm be surprised if, other than Captain America, you have a good film on your list. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to disagree with you on that. Yeah. Uh, number four, just because of the speech at the end, it's fucking patriotic and so stupid. Independence Day. Oh, Today, yeah. we celebrate our now, Independence Day. Now, is it really patriotic since it was like the entire world? Yeah, it's world, a world patriotic. I guess it's a world patriotic. Yeah. World patriotism? Earth Patriots. That's right. Yeah, actually, Earth you know Patriots. What? It's okay. a patriotic movie for people who, who write virus code. Ah. We are able to save the world because we write viruses. Forgot to right. that. We forgot to update the McAfee. Yeah. <laughs> our, our, our credit card was declined. We forgot yes. to update it. Damn it. The outdated Norton's antivirus on the alien ships. Uh, my number three. This was a good film, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, I've not seen that in a couple of years, but I always thought it was a fun, uh, not fun. It was a very patriotic film, The Patriot, with Mel Gibson, Heath Ledger. I really like that film. Now, again, if you take away yeah. Mel Gibson because he's an asshole. Well, no, I'll take. I yeah. didn't, I'm going, the biggest problem I have with that being called a patriotic it's film, just Braveheart, is rewrote from from Scotland to uh, <laughs> New England. Yes. The, the problem I have with it is he doesn't fight for patriotic reasons. He fights for his son. He refuses to fight when the country needs him, and only until his son dies, he decides to fight for revenge. Yes. And that doesn't feel patriotic to me. I feel like that is what a sense of patriotism is. Unless you think America is all about revenge, and that's what makes you feel patriotism, then... Not then he was, can't argue. So he was a conscientious objector until it affected him. Yes. Yes. Uh, j- Blake, just to let you know, uh, in the green room, we have the Lost World on. And look, I think that's John Lithgow running with a dinosaur. Is that John Lithgow? I don't know. Loved him. Loved him yeah. in, in Third Rock. <laughs> oh, wait, that's Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Anyways, uh, what's your number three, Jeff? Uh, my number three is 1776. The musical about the oh, founding of the U.S. I had to do that fucking musical in third grade. All right, so you know how great it is. Oh, fuck that musical. Yeah. Fucking, oh, God. 
Hey, it's a great way of getting, especially kids around third grade age, to learn the history of the of America. And to fucking other hold than, a sign for an hour. Other than Schoolhouse Rock. Other than Schoolhouse Rock, yes. I had to wear a fucking sign that or hold a sign above our delegate that said Massachusetts fucking a. <laughs> Anyways, Blake Christian were three. All right, number three, I hobied it. I have to because they're a similar genre. Mm -hmm. Go for it. And it has to do with uh, America's space race. I I went with Apollo 13. Mm -hmm. Mostly because if you really think about it, you know, with the technology that they had, you know, essentially they put all these people in a room and said, here's our problem. Here's everything that's on the capsule. How do we fix it? And it's awesome. It is. Oh, it is. And they I, all come together for the awesome. greater they good. Come together for greater good and solve the problem. And then, of course, uh, parallel to that, you know, the space race. You know, that we kicked off in the six years. You know, the right stuff. Oh, I forgot oh, about I didn't that even one. Think of the right yeah, stuff. That's a good one. It's a long movie. That's a very long movie. Yeah, that's a good, a good choice. Thank you. Uh, what's your number two? My number two, and uh, I know that there's. A more recent version of this movie that's out there, but we shall pretend it does not exist. Okay. okay. But this is patriotic because you would think, Wolverine. you know, if the Cubans and the Soviets oh. join forces with socialist Mexicans <laughs> from Mexico, because Mexico went socialist, by the way, if I remember correctly, in the history of that movie. It could be. And if they invaded America, this is what we would do. We would fight. You know, Red Dawn, the 1984 uh, hunky not, Patrick Swayze. Not the Chris Hemsworth or Liam Hemsworth movie? No. Good call. <laughs> I haven't no. seen the remake, Don't. mainly because I didn't particularly care for the original all that much. I love the original. The original is it's awesome. very corny. It's corny, but it's, it's awesome. When they jump out of the, the fields when they're running, they jump out and shoot the guys. Yes. Ah. Yeah, the montage. Yeah, they're uh, that, that, that montage. Might, I, I pretty much hate the University of Michigan, so I hate when people yell Wolverine as a war cry. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, thank you. But, you know, that's a patriotic one. What's more patriotic? Oh, it's patriotic. How can you get more I'll patriotic than Patrick Swayze? I love when the fat teacher comes out at the very beginning, mm-hmm. and he's like, what's going on out here? And the paratroopers came down <laughs> and shoots a machine. Yeah, I'd be like, out. I wouldn't be walking out there, hey, what's going on? I'd be like, holy shit. Yeah, do you see all these paratroopers coming yeah, out? Exactly. Just stay the fuck inside. Yeah. Except the only problem with this movie today is uh, the entire Washington, Oregon, California would join them. <laughs> and taking over. Is that what happened America. in the remake? Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> that's, that's Red Dawn 3. That's the third reboot. Electric Boogaloo. Uh, Jeff, what's your number two? Uh, my number two was Team America World Police. Uh, my number two was Captain America First Avenger. Fuck yeah. My number one. This is, I think, up there with Major League as one of my favorite sports movies. Oh, okay. And... Uh, just patriotic if you don't watch this and become patriotic I don't know you just have no soul Miracle I have no soul Miracle I love Miracle about the uh, 80's uh, Olympic team I completely forgot about that love that movie I thought about oh, it I never yeah. really watched the movie so oh, it's I've so seen good. bits and pieces but it I is Kurt Russell it. did amazing actually it is very good and you uh, don't and afterwards you feel like especially at the end when they beat you're Russia you're like yeah! spoilers well see that's, my, that, that's yeah. my problem with it is the end is they beat Russia but that was no, true. No, they do show Finland. Oh, okay. show Finland. They That's show? true. Yeah. You said at the end when they beat that, Russia. That wasn't the medal. You're right. Yeah. That wasn't the medal game. Yeah. And then a lot of people forget that. But in the movie, they do show yeah. Finland, them beating Finland. Yeah. Yeah, as an afterthought. And then they went on to beat Finland. No, they showed, the, they oh, okay. showed like five, five minutes of the game, if that. But, I mean, 
and an hour and a half of Rush. Yeah, it's, it's actually part of the denouement. Ah. But yeah. and the reason is Kurt Russell was so obsessed with beating Russia. That's why yeah. the Russia. But if you, oh my God, that, yeah. I love that movie. Patriotic. Mm-hmm. What's your yeah, number? and that was the, wasn't it, uh, was it the University of Minnesota yes. coach? Yes. Mm-hmm. You talked to him, Herb Sendak. He, right? he passed away. No, in a tr- it's Herb, but Herb Sendak. Was, oh, no. Herb uh, uh, Brooks. Herb Brooks. 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 Yeah. That's right. Herb Brooks. I mean, you talked to him afterwards. Well, he, well, first of all, he should have worn a seatbelt. But anyways. <laughs> he went to the Worsley School. He went to the Worsley School. All right. But no, That's but anyways. Funny. If, you, if you, you talk to him in post-interviews afterwards, you know, he talks about how he had no doubt that they were going to beat the Soviets. Yeah. You know, and all that kind of stuff. I was like, well, that's pretty easy to brag about now. But at the time, you're, you know, you're but probably he sweating, teamwork. And sweating it. But no, one of the best, I think one of the best uh, scenes in that movie is, you know, they're all individuals. They're all college, you know, all-stars, essentially. All individuals. And, you know, he would make them do, um, you know, um, uh, what's the line back and forth? Sprints. Yes. You know, uh, suicide. Well, you mm-hmm. call them suicides, depending yeah. on what you're doing. And he's like, you know, who do you play for? And they're like, I play for University, know, University of Massachusetts. Boston like, College. He's like, boom, again, boom, again. And they're like dying and dying until finally somebody is like, I play, I play for, for America. America. And then he's like, see you tomorrow. There you go. <laughs> I love that scene. Yeah, it was a great, it's a great again. scene. Again. 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 Hold on, granted, I could be wrong, but didn't they like steal most of their plot from uh, Mighty Ducks 2? What's your number one? <laughs> what your fuck is your number one? <laughs> you commie bastard. <laughs> it was they Iceland did. they were fighting in the Mighty Ducks. They weren't yeah. commies. They did have a lasso. No. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that in hockey. <laughs> What's your number one? Uh, my number one is Hero. The... I can be your hero. No, it's not about the no. Greek sandwich? No, it's not. Oh. It, it, the... it's, it's a Chinese movie about uh, the oh yeah uh, the, the the fighting uh, yeah. the the emperor or whatever and the formation of China like was... as the you know a for world a second power. I, thought, I was trying to think of the Gina Davis Dustin Hoffman I was like oh dear God <laughs> I was at work and I said I'm gonna say hero and uh, well, Jason's gonna... gonna think it's the Dustin Hoffman fucking hero but it's one of my all time favorite movies and for at least if you're Chinese. Would I would think pretty patriotic. Blake, what's your number one? I agree. That's pretty good. My number one, I'll tell you what. I hated this movie at first. Okay. And I remember when I was living overseas, you know, my parents sent me the movie as a gift. And I was like... Do they hate me? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I, I can't believe I got this movie. But you know what? Then I saw it. And then I would say probably over the past... 15 years when it's on, I will actually stop and watch it because it's good. And I think it's a patriotic movie. No. I think it's a patriotic movie because it shows a lot of American, recent American history. Oh, so it's not pretty It shows the bad as well as the good. You know, and that's uh, Forrest Gump. (sighs) And I love the movie, especially the part where Jenny cons him into thinking that her boy... Is actually his son because he's rich now, and she knows that she's dying, and she needs to give her son to Forrest to raise, so she'll know that he'll be well taken care of. Oh, that was pretty good. Yeah. What's more American than that? 
Probably had a lot of listener picks this week. <laughs> no, but seriously, Forrest well, Gump is a great movie. See, my, my, I, I my thought process was just the I opposite. Love I loved it when I first saw it. Yes, really. But the more times I see it, the more I dislike it. I what, concur. What is there more about it that you dislike? Because the 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 what the special effects aren't as good. No, no I have nothing. No. Of it. Jenny's kind of was a bitch. It? Uh, Sally Field's annoying. Well, Jenny was abused as a child yeah, by whatever. her father. Uh, I mean, sexually uh, abused, you know, but she is going to I be messed up of, to a point. I, I, I Although I do agree, she is kind of a bad person to end by passing off her son as his. Uh, my <laughs> other <laughs> issue is that I think the, um, I've the whole sat floating next... through life being... As an idiot? Uh, uh, yeah, pretty much oblivious to everything that's going around you, and, and then you're the... And then becoming and a you're capitalist the, and making money? That's and you're, more and you're in the else? center of... Attention, you know, he, he got to meet three American presidents through sheer stupidity. No. Uh, my other issue Not is quite. that I've sat Not next to stupidity. people that just start talking to me. I don't want you fucking talking to me. I don't want this guy fucking talking to me on a, bu- a park bench. Get the fuck away from me. See, at, at that point where he's talking to the lady, he's got the box of chocolates and everything else, I thought that was going to be the end. But it turns out that was only like... Forty-five more minutes to go. I think I would have flipped over. When he's his telling his story. Box of chocolates and when he's telling his story, and the lady's like, "You're going to tell me if you would tell me you're a millionaire and blah blah blah." Or like yeah. that other guy started. When the guy who laughs at him, him. Yeah, laughs like, at "Oh, him. you're the owner of oh. bubblegum shrimp." Ha 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 ha. Whole time sitting next to a genius. Oh, you know, you know, but yeah, you know, I, I think that is probably one of the best American movies ever made. Awesome. Tell you the truth. Yeah. Let's get some. Uh, I'll, dis- I'll, I'll politely disagree. No, that's okay. I will not politely disagree. It's, it's no hero. <laughs> it is I no can hero. Be your hero. Now, granted, that, that's not an American movie. Yeah. So when he sings that, Inglacius sings that. Oh my God! I can be your hero. Uh, but uh, oh, so. apparently, you and uh, Big Dev, Big Dev, have a music uh, yes. love in common. You're, no taste, but we have. You're, you're an Enrique Inglacius fandom. So before we get to three hours on the show, let's get uh, here. Listener picks. Uh, Besada Geek. He had uh, in order Patriot from 2015. Don't know that one. Uh, four, The Patriot from 1998. Three, Patriot's Day. Two, The Patriot from 2000. And number one, Patriot Games from 1992. I see what he, you did He took there. our title literally. He yeah. did. Uh, I, can't, I can't fault that list. I can't argue that. <laughs> Uh, Captain Admiral Kirk had PT-109, Act of Valor, Midway, and The Longest Day uh, from 1962. He also had Band of Brothers. Well, that's a series. Yeah. He but it's, it is a kick-ass series. Top Gun and Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman! Wonder Woman? Yeah, it's kind yeah, of patriotic. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, Chris Richardson. G'day, mate! <laughs> he had The King's Speech. No, 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 wait. We have to explain where Chris Richardson is from. UK. He's from Uck. He's from Uck. Uh, King's Speech, Empire of the Sun, uh, The Railway Man, don't know that one, War Horse, ugh. Uh, number one, Braveheart and Rob Roy. He hobied it. Nailed it. Uh, <laughs> I liked Rob Roy. Or if you're in Canada, Rob Waugh. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Rob uh, Raw. Or, you know, Rob the, anytime I see Rob Roy, I think of Tim Roth's. Oh, yeah. He was great in that Horrible movie. character. He was evil. Me thought him a little boy until I buggered him from behind and he was I, a little girl or some goofy it, ass. I think I like might have put like, him oh in God. one of my most evil villains. He is one of the most something. evil, horrible villains. Yeah. Uh, from Dev, uh, he had number five, The Patriot. Number four, Hobie did. Uh, Red Dawn and Black Hawk Down. Hashtag Hobie that shit. 
Number Which three, Red Dawn? The uh, original, he said. Good. Uh, number three, Independence Day. All right. I got a lot of his. Yeah. Number two, Patriot's Day and We Were Soldiers. Who beat it? And number one, American Sniper. Ooh, I don't know if American Sniper would make me... That's a rough one too. That's a good movie, but man, it was rough. Hey, there's a there's a couple of uh, um, Road Warrior guy selections in his. Mel Gibson, yeah, yeah. Uh, from yeah. Kevin at Cincy Explorer. No order. Independence Day. American Sniper. Air Force One. Get <laughs> off my plane. Force Terrible one. movie. <laughs> Saving Private Ryan and Rocky Four. Yeah. Oh, Rocky so, Four. I was surprised that wasn't on your list. I Rocky forgot. Four. Yeah, I should have. You forgot? Or well, just Rocky. Sorry, yeah. Or just Rocky. Yeah, Rocky I thought four. you would put Rocky Four. I was surprised it wasn't number one. I can change and you can change. Uh, from Dr. Bednar. Rocky ended the Cold War. He did. Even uh, Gorbachev clapped. Single-handedly, Rocky ended the Cold War. <laughs> Going comedic here, Dr. Bednar. We'll be the judge of that. Uh, Team America. Fuck, fuck yeah. 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 The Sandlot. Eh, it's a yeah, good it's about, good slice of Americana I mean, yeah, of the 1950s. About, it's about baseball and uh, hot lifesaver chicks. Yeah. Okay. Top Secret. <laughs> Spies Like Us. Spies Like Us. And no. Stripes. Yeah. Uh, your Brother. Brother Now. Yes. He had some. Brother Now. He had Rocky Four. He did that to spite me. <laughs> Independence Day. Just to spite me. No. Inglorious Bastards. Uh, that's good. Olympia. <laughs> and Triumphtis Willens. Triumph de Villain. Greatest Triumph propaganda de... film ever made. Yeah. Well, th- those last two are Lenny Riefenstahl movies. Nobody's got Battleship Potemkin. I- I've considered that one. Oh, I forgot about mm. that one, too. But I only, I can't say I watched the film. I only saw the Odessa step sequence. <laughs> so I can't really say if the entire movie is good. I can say, I could say the uh, style uh, and uh, uh, what do you call it? The, 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 Good podcast right here. Yeah, good podcast. Okay. Yeah. Words. You know, I words there's I can't dialogue. Think of. I noticed there's an. Infil- no, there is no dialogue during that sequence. Yeah. I noticed there's an infiltration of Independence Day. Mm-hmm. People really associate that as a patriotic film, yeah, or just because it's called Independence Day. I think Day, it's because it was it's released called Independence around July Fourth. I mean, it's that's a shitty movie. It well, is. yeah, it is a it shitty movie. Makes you feel patriotic. Why? Anyways, we got one know. more. Tony. Tony from oh, Saudi. Montage Island. was the word I was thinking of. Montage. Because it does the opposite that you're used to. A montage is all these things to. To take a, a long period time, of time yeah. to shorten it, it does the opposite, and it takes a very short time and stretches it out. Okay. Uh, Tony had American Beauty, American Ninja, Team America, <laughs> Once Upon a Time in America, and Coming to America. <laughs> Today! Hashtag, uh, he said, a theme in there. Yeah. Rocky Four should be here, but it doesn't have America, America in the title. In the title. <laughs> so there you that go. should be just Rocky American Four. American Ninja. Poland, America. Was it? Oh, what was the name of that guy that was in American Ninja? Oh, uh, we talked about this before. I can't we did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so there you go. There's your uh, Hobie uh, super size version. Uh, bad idea number eighty nine. Independence uh, Day that. being patriotic. There you go, Jeff. <laughs> well done. Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. I'm offended. Walking dead to talking heads from comic books to TV sets. There's a history not so bad. History of bad, so bad. The history of bad, it's bad. The history of bad ideas. Oh, yes. You were listening to Hobie. <laughs>